This is a HeadGum Podcast. I know this speech like the back of my hand. Those were the final words spoken by Harold Holt, who, in January of 1966, had become Prime Minister of Australia. On December 17, 1967, Holt, accompanied by a group of companions, made a fateful trip to Cheviot Beach, located south of Melbourne. There, the then Prime Minister, brashly confident in his swimming ability, took a dip in the choppy ocean. But when he ventured into deeper waters, he disappeared into the waves and out of sight. Forever. His body was never recovered. In America, the JFK assassination of a few years prior, despite being captured on film with hundreds of eyewitnesses, gave birth to a still-thriving industry of conspiracy theories. And so in Australia, the sitting head of state disappearing without a trace provoked wild speculation that he had committed suicide, that he faked his death to elope with a mistress, that he had been killed with a nerve agent by Viet Cong intelligence due to Australian involvement in the Vietnam War, or that he was working as a deep-cover spy and had boarded a waiting Chinese submarine to flee the country. But the most plausible explanation, ultimately affirmed as the correct one by a state coroner's report in 2005, is that he drowned. As author Tom France wrote in his biography The Life and Death of Harold Holt, quote, He was simply one of the number of ordinary Australians who drown each year through poor judgment or bad luck. But while his tenure in office was tragically cut short, Holt's sensational death was more than equaled by his political achievements in life. His progressive administration helped transform the land down under by introducing the Australian dollar, liberalizing immigration laws, and most significantly, by spearheading a referendum that officially recognized its aboriginal population. Australia would ultimately emerge from the murky waters of tragedy as a more modern nation, and, a decade in change after Holt's declaration of death in absentia, Australian culture began being exported en masse to its former British colonial counterpart in the Western Hemisphere. In the mid-1980s, the American box office was overtaken by the one-two pop culture punch of Crocodile Dundee and Young Einstein. Australian musical acts like In Excess, Midnight Oil, and Men at Work became huge in the States. The Aussie invasion of the 80s was so omnipresent that it was later lampooned on the classic episode The Simpsons vs. Australia, and capitalized upon by a group of American entrepreneurs who established a faux Aussie steakhouse concept in Tampa, Florida. With a cheeky atmosphere that traded on a pastiche of Australian cliches like boomerangs and kangaroos, and a menu of decidedly American fare centered on gigantic slabs of meat and deep-fried appetizers, including its signature Bloom and Onion, the chain by design was a smash hit with the Yanks. Today, it has over 1,000 locations in North and South America, Asia, and yes, Australia, as the Aussie invasion has now been reversed like the flow of its toilet bowls, with America encroaching upon the land down under one of its chief cultural touchstones, the chain restaurant. This week on Doughboys, we return to Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Big Little Eyes, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. <laughs> like Big Little Eyes, but Big Little Eyes. Yeah, no, I got it. That was courtesy of Rachel Sice, who adds, because he is large and his eyes are not. If you have an insult, you like me. Oh, thanks Mitchell. for clearing that up, Rachel. I think the clarification helped a lot. Some people might have been lost with that one. Uh, RoastSpoonMan at gmail.com is the address if you want to send in an insult for me to read about Mitch at the top of the or show. Or send in a toast. You, uh, you send in a toast to Spoon Man. You know, October is approaching. Perhaps mm. people could send in a ghost. A ghost of Spoon Man. A, a spooky, yeah, like a, a like a spooky sort of a, a take on Spoon Man. <laughs> um, hey, you know, uh, uh, our producer Yusong got a haircut, and he's a little self-conscious about it, and I thought we should just take a second 
To point it out? To tell him that it looks great. He lo- you look great, you song. MR engineer is giving him a round of applause. You song, you look great. He shouted, he shouted thank you from the other room. Um, it's good to boost the self-esteem of people who work on the show. <laughs> yeah, okay. In One lieu of, of payment? <laughs> <laughs> no one here gets paid. <laughs> uh, Nick, hello. Compliments only. <laughs> Hi, Mitch. Uh, you song, yeah. Uh, too bad we can't pay you to get a better haircut. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, you song, you look great. You always look great. People are calling you a snack online. <laughs> All right, we could. This could get. This could be problematic. <laughs> Why is that problematic? Okay, we shouldn't be calling our employees snacks. I'm saying people online. Oh, are we're relaying that some people are saying you song is looking like a snack. But guess what? I gotta agree. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> And I mean, when I say snack, I mean literally. <laughs> You're going to eat him? Uh-huh. Like an ogre? <laughs> Nick, I got, I got something to bring up to you. Yes. Uh, I'm checking in on one thing, though. Well, you know what? Howdy ho to Spoon Nation. I'm going to play a little drop right now first, and then I'll figure out what's going on. I will say this is one of the hardest, do- just because I basically ate double Taco Bell breakfast, my own fault. Yeah. And then we ate Chick-fil-A. Right. And I feel like closest to death that I've ever felt. <laughs> you had a tremendous yeah. amount of fast food today. Yeah, it was a bad... That day. Hang in there. So that was... Nick, do you know what that's from or no? It's it's some sort of... Uh, I, I assumed it was Super Mario World, but I couldn't precisely place it because it was like kind of slowed down a little bit. Mm, you're wrong. That's why. Was it Yoshi's Island? A bad day on Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island. That's where it's from. Okay. Hey, hey Mitch, enjoy the drops with the aux cable and watch out for those fuzzies. They'll fuck you up. Thanks for the good times, Alex Staniloff. That's nice. Alex, that's nice. Good job, the Alex. First timer Staniloff, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's what you get from you give out the email oh, so new, pe- new blood it's can been, get in it. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> that was a great. You wouldn't have had that if you hadn't told people how to send in drops. So what is, what is it again? Is it spoonmandrops at gmail? Spoonmandrops at gmail.com. Yeah. Send in some drops at roast fucking wide. <laughs> um, uh, I got something Mitch, to say. You're texting frantically. I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. Yes, you seem true. very distracted. I okay. We should maybe introduce our guest because uh, we're gonna, okay, we're, it feels like we're going to get into something substantial. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. Okay. Yeah. Well, our, our guest is a writer and director from Dear White People and I Love You America with Sarah Silverman. The new season is now streaming on Hulu. Leanne Bowen is here. Hi, Leanne. Hi. Hello. Great to see Thanks you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Great to be in another room with you. We've been working together yeah. on, on this show. A lot of fun. We've been having a blast. Yeah. Nick is super funny. Oh, God bless you. You all know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't know. <laughs> this is news to Doughboy's list. And I do not. I'm not sure either. Um, uh, I had hummus on my shirt earlier, Nick. That this is not what the big deal was. That's about. what it was. But I, no, no, that's not what it's about. I, I just said I saw myself in the mirror. There's a big glob of hummus on my by my chest, and I just feel like that's a pathetic. It's still it's there. Still there. <laughs> oh yes. Oh man. It dried up. It dried up and just mm. kind of. It's now dried hummus. That does not. Look, it does not look good. It looks worse than it did probably. Uh, oh, whatever. It's not going to happen. There's- Do you think it's possible you eat enough Mediterranean food that that's just now what you're lactating? 
<laughs> Nick, what I want to bring up is yes. grocery month. Grocery oh boy, store okay. This month. is a whole thing. So, uh, Leanne, I'll bring you up to speed a little bit. We've been having this text message back and forth. Me and, Me and Susser Mitch had, and, a, uh, had a great idea. And, and Evan Susser, commissioner Hold of the, on, the Why the did Wisdom you get to tell this story? This is my story to tell. I'm just saying, I'm saying like, I'm not sure how familiar Leanne was, is with the podcast, but we do these dumb theme months from time uh, to time where we really dig in on a particular category, okay. subcategory of chain restaurants. So me, go ahead. Me and Susser, I mean me, but then Susser yeah. loved the idea and jumped on it. We're like, grocery store month. And we had this great plan where we, we would review... I didn't shoot down the idea. Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's Whole Foods. Yes. Like um, it sounds a lot of fun. Yeah. Costco. Yeah. And then there was one other one that I can't remember. Nick has a fucking hissy fit. <laughs> I didn't have a hissy fit. Are you truly- You're miscategorizing my reaction. Susser texted me privately and said, what a strange man. <laughs> so you know that Talking you- about me? <laughs> yes, about you. What I feel hell? betrayed, Susser. Uh, he, he does that to you about me all the time, I'm sure. Well, he's like Mitch's being a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we we yeah, come up with this great idea. We we'll review grocery stores. Yeah, Nick can't get over this idea that he creates himself that every he doesn't want to do Trader Joe's because it needs to have a hot food bar. Yes, I think that's, that's a, a fair no, argument. That's, so that's a good argument. Thank you. I mean, He's, like Gelson's has this really great elaborate hot food bar. Exactly, because that's the whole thing. We're not reviewing the hot food bars. We're reviewing the actual I mean, grocery but, so stores. For like stocking things? Yeah, yeah what are you reviewing? The test of the there, quality. There's a, lot, there's a lot of different things. I think a cart, a, there's a cart section. There's a... <laughs> There's a there's there's cart that, section. Yeah, the cart <laughs> section where we go up and down the aisles. Fine, up and down the aisle section. There's an actual maybe a deli section and maybe you know maybe there's a their own produced food section where we go to the hot bar at Costco, but we eat the Trader Joe's made food and we see what we think about all of them. We had a lot. You for I whatever think it's reason, it's not a restaurant, and then, and then it's not a restaurant. It's grocery store month. But what I'm saying is that we came up with the idea. You're putting this hot food bar thing onto it already. That's your own thing. Yeah, I think it. I think that's a. I, I, look, Leanne seemed convinced. I'm starting to feel that the Trader Joe's like prepackaged salads yeah. might qualify. <laughs> All right. <but> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm on the fence. All right. The, it, Trader, <laughs> and then you said we're we're gonna do. Where you want? Oh, you you want? I think we should do Ralph's. No, I think we should no, do like Vaughn's no, Kroger. I think that's we should not, do. That's exa- not what you said. Where you said? Oh, I pitched. You a, said Wegmans. I pitched a Wegmans. That, I pitched a, a, you, a regional chain that people feel very strongly about. And then you said you two are being coastal elites. This is what he charged me and Sasa. <laughs> I did. I thought you You're guys being, are, you being coastal elites. I look it you up. You were centered on Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. I looked it up. Trader Joe's and Whole Foods were available in like every state, basically. All right. And Wegmans was available in the fucking north. East, you fucking coastal elite, right along the coast. <laughs> yeah, that's your favorite part of the country. That's yeah. your region. You should love it. I like Wegmans, but I was trying to make this accessible for everybody who, for people who live everywhere. Well, you're being a coastal elite about it. <laughs> you were the coastal elite. You added on this hot food thing to it. I was pointing grocery out- store month. A hit. Me and Sus, we come up with the hits. You guys are both. Like to say, wearing blue one. Yes. <laughs> Mitch has on a Patriot hat. That is true. I think it's grafted to a skull. And you have this very, like, California, like, button down. You guys are like the 
both coastal elites <laughs> opposing sides. <laughs> hmm, that was too. You pointed yeah. that out too well. I cut at the core a little bit. <laughs> now I feel like a, like a like a. I feel like what they parody like we're like newscast like you're mm, like I'm right. East Coast and you're West. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> what have we become? Look, I think I I am willing to put this debate to the people. Do we need the hot food bar for grocery month? Hashtag no. Hashtag hot food barred. If you don't think we need it. <laughs> I came up with the idea with Susser. The answer is no, we don't need to do it. Or hashtag hot good bar. If you think we should have it. Grocery month. We do stuff different. Yeah. It, we rank it out of 10 shopping carts instead of forks. There's a lot of different things that go on <laughs> with this thing. 10 shopping carts instead of five forks. Yes. And there's a carts category. Yeah. There's this an aisle confusing. category. How wide? How easy <laughs> it is to roll the cart The, the food. The, like a lot of different things. Can Mitch things. squeeze through an aisle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really, Nick? Look, you didn't come up with grocery store month. I'm well, I'm open to doing it. I know I didn't come up with it. I said it was a good idea. My boxes are all in a bunch, literally. My boxes are all bunched up. <laughs> I have family guy boxers on, Nick, which means I'm at the bottom of my boxer pile. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> what who's on is it like it's like a it's like a my, pattern? You've got like Stewie and Lois? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> when I when <laughs> You think those feel bad. Oh, God, I don't want to do this. Sorry. Uh, but, that uh, reminds me of the time I got pushed in the pool at my friend Henry's house, <laughs> and I had to wear his Scooby-Doo underwear. <laughs> it really happened. I threw his... Wait uh, a minute, what? I threw his big wheel into the pool at his house, and then uh, his friend pushed me into the pool. How old were you here? Big uh, wheel. Five. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, so Leanne, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for enduring that uh, in, interminable uh, grocery store pedantic debate. Uh, I, I yes. want to see how it shakes out. <laughs> First of all, this is a great. You're here at the start of this debate. This is a great thing. Okay. It's 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 this it's a, it this is it's gonna grocery store month is gonna happen. We'll let people weigh in. Yeah. Hashtag hot food barred or hashtag <laughs> hot good bar. Why does it have to be your thing? Grocery store month, yes or no, could be the hashtag. What, whether or not we do the idea yeah, or not? Yeah, we're doing it, and we're doing the idea. You're being a baby. You I want to see if there's, being a baby I want to see what specific... I think the hot food bar argument is solid. The fact that the place serves something, like a restaurant, like serves something that you can eat on the premises or to go, oh, not something that you have you. to do any preparation We'll do that of. for three of the places. One place is different. I just don't, I don't think <laughs> Why that place does qualifies. One, that's stupid. I think it's something different. I think, that, I think that's more of a frozen food Can challenge. Can we at least open up the goddamn huge box on my couch? Whatever the fuck is in there is scaring the shit out of me. Yeah, you, so someone shipped a huge uh, Amazon box to the, the Doughboy's P.O. box. We have not dug into it. Yeah, I apologize. It's a dangerous life. <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's a little... Someone it, sent you a Scientology thing today, and you had Yusong throw it in the trash. Yeah, someone signed me up for a Scientology... Someone signed up my email and, and started sending Scientology pamphlets to the Doughboy's yeah, yeah. P.O. box. <laughs> Quote quotes around someone. Yeah. Sign yourself up. Yeah, you know? I might start doing it. <laughs> what I think it's time to go clear. What if it's Tom Cruise? Oh my be friends god, with Tom Cruise. That would be amazing. If I could write it, if I could do a punch up draft on a Mission Impossible, <laughs> it'd all be worth it. I'll I'll leave my family forever. <laughs> what am I clinging to? Um, Leanne, you're <laughs> yes. It will be funny when they're like, Mitch is actually like a negative force in your life. Like, yeah, they, they, yeah. That's for sure. I paid $40,000 for this. 
Um, so uh, you're uh, you're from uh, you're you're an LA native. You're from the uh, our, our lovely San Fernando Valley. Is that yes, correct? Yes, grew I up am. there. Yep. What what was it? Uh, what was it like growing up in 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 LA proper? And 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 you know you've uh, have you always lived here? Or did you ever move anywhere else? Uh, I lived in Riverside for high school. Right. So that was kind of cool to be out of like a big city. Yeah. Um, the valley seemed. I mean, yeah, it was fine. It was hot. <laughs> Um, it is very hot. It's very hot. Um, uh. That's so many, I feel like so many people I've seen talk about the valley or something, and then they're like, it's, it was fine. Like they, <laughs> yeah. they, they stopped to think about it There's for a second. Like different parts of the valley. I grew up in Sun Valley, which was like, oh, yeah. It was like recycling plants and yeah. like salvage yards and like uh, a giant. Um, uh, landfill which we would like me and my brother and sister would go to and like find treasures and stuff so that was that was like life when <laughs> good mitch and i both got scared when you paused after giant, giant. for a second <laughs> <laughs> <We're> like, <"Whoa." laughs> chained up people yeah. come and look at it uh, um but yeah there's 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 a there i think there's a people are hard on the valley but then there's also like a a nice like a slice of americana yeah. in, the, in the valley and right. it's like kind of they, that L.A. doesn't have a ton of, but when I go up there and, and go to the the Tonga, hut, uh, the Tonga hut or whatever up there, there's like an old movie theater, and and I go, I would like some nights I'll go up and see, uh, like to go to the Tonga hut and get a, right. go to see a movie. And it yeah. feels like it feels like you've transported into like 1980 sometimes. Oh yeah, it still feels like that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like going up there. My mom still lives up lives up there. I like parking lots and having yes. parking and quiet streets. Yeah, like around here you just you you're up all night because there's helicopters right yeah yeah Yeah, it's so much it's so much less dense there and yeah there there's such like a a paucity of parking in 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 la whereas you know the valley there's yeah it's it's like it's honestly crazy when you just go to like a a, a restaurant up there and then there's just a lot to park in because that's such a foreign thing here in la where you've got to like find a meter or you know pay like 14 dollars for a valet Mm -hmm. like there's just there's just such an absence of park or park in some weird permit area and try to figure out like how long you can be there on the street it's so weird yeah um but yeah it 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 is it does definitely feel like like even though it's adjacent to la a a little bit removed from la and 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 there are also there are so many when we go to chain restaurants including the one we're going to cover today we we find ourselves going so often to the valley because that's where a lot of them still are. Yeah, there's in LA proper. There's like no chain restaurants. I think yeah. the, the Chili's right. is in the Van Nuys. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the chain restaurants. There used to be a spaghetti factory like on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh man, yes. But then that I think that's gone. But that's right. all. Yeah. I love the old spaghetti factory. That was my first restaurant job. Was it really? Yeah, I loved it too. Wait, when were you working at old spaghetti factory? Uh, 2001. Wow. Yeah. Wait, so, and were you a server there? I was a server. So what was that like? And what was the, for people who might not know what old spaghetti factory is all about, like give us just sort of an overview. It's funny because it like the factory name kind of fits. Like right. you literally order, you pick a pasta, you pick a sauce, and then in the back they just... They just like drop, uh, you know, what pasta you want, the, the fettuccine spaghetti, mm-hmm. and they dump it in a plate and they have just like big like um, vats of different sauces and then they just scoop it up and it's just like, man, it's just like slinging pasta. So right. There's like nothing else on the menu. Well, there's like chicken dishes, but it's mostly that. Yeah. It's nothing like made from scratch or no, anything. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's a, I remember that place for me because there wasn't one. 
in in the town I grew up in, but there was one on the way to a summer camp that I went to, and I remember going to that old spaghetti factory a few times, like on the way back from camp. Is kind of like camp is done, and I get to have a big plate of pasta instead yeah. of camp food. Uh, I never liked pasta, like or right. I never liked red sauce, but they had this mazithra cheese. Do you remember that? It's basically like just like cheese and brown butter over pasta. And I was like addicted to. Oh it. Yeah. yeah, I think I think I was such a like conventional sort of spaghetti and meatballs kid that I'd always kind of go that like very very basic direction why they dislike for for red sauce I don't know why I I was very particular when I was younger I don't think I really had a lot of Access to pasta. I was gonna say if it's because it, sometimes I think with some kids it can be tomato. I think yeah. it's that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tomatoes can be one, and then uh, it is acidic. I mean, like a. Yeah. But I, I, I think that's more now. If I eat like a red sauce now, I feel like I, it, I can feel the acidity, right. acidity of it. Yeah, I get a little reflux from it sometimes, mm. just a little bit. But do you, so, uh, so working there was it like what this was? It was it was it on like Hollywood Boulevard? Where was it? I worked at the one in Riverside. Oh, was it? So oh, you were working at the yeah, one in Riverside. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. What was the clientele like? And what was the like? Did was that crazy? Was it filled with kids? Filled with kids. Um, it was. The cheapest restaurant right. ever, um, and the clientele was like, I mean, I mean, bless them, but like Riverside was just—it's a very like at the time it was very like, I guess more like podunk kind of like right, vibe. Sure. So they would come and they'd bring their like bottle of like wine, which is funny because they were ordering like factory pasta, um, and it was an event for them. And there was always like old people, and they'd or, they would order instead of blue cheese, they'd say Roquefort. Uh, That's cute. Yeah, it's a cute generational yeah. thing. Gener- yeah, they're just like older. People. That's nice. Yeah. yeah, I like an old person restaurant. Being, hmm, I wonder why. All right. <laughs> I'm an old soul. Um, the You're an uh, old man. <laughs> <laughs> I just write this out for a few more years. I can hop on Medicare. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, as Natalie and I used to go to this. There's there, there's a mini chain in the in LA County called Polly's Pies, oh. and there used to be one on Santa Monica uh, uh, in Santa Monica that's now that got turned into a Panera. But mm. we went to that like we used to go to that Polly's Pies, and we went to that Polly's Pies. Uh, the like last week it was in operation before it closed and they were just being basically kicked out via rising rents. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just remember this this old guy like sitting at the counter by himself, like eating a slice of pie. And he said to the waiter, like, uh, we're go- I'm going to miss this place. And I just Aww. my heart broke for this old man of just like this, you know, because it, it is like, you, you know, you, I think you reach a certain age and you just want something that's kind of comforting and, and solid. And it was yeah. that Panera, which replaced it. Absolutely not that Panera mm. feels so like. You know, it, it, it feels as inviting as a hotel lobby. It's it's not like it's it's not like homey at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do like I do like an old an old person restaurant. I do like those places that cater to that demographic. Did you so I, I know you, you you've had a few different restaurant jobs, right? I've worked at uh, Old Spaghetti Factory, Olive Garden, Rush, uh, uh, the Red Lobster. Oh, wow. Out back this place called Kay and Dave's in Malibu. Um, the Cheesecake Factory. Um, wow, you yeah, hit them all. I hit them all. I these get, are these I are a good, these are big. They're yeah, heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the uh, what, what like? What are the? How would you rank the jobs? What would you say were your were the 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 toughest part or the toughest part in general of of working these jobs? And where would you say like or were kind of like your favorite places to work and your least favorite places to work? Um. Whew. I think my least favorite place to work was Kay and Dave's, which was a Mexican restaurant in Culver City. And I didn't like it because our manager was like, you can't lean on 
you can't lean against the counter. You have to be standing at all times. You can't. Oh, talk to that's anyone. rough. Um, I liked mm. Outback because it felt like a fancy restaurant to me at the time. Right. Uh, and uh, I think I like I, I liked them for different reasons other than the restaurant. I think it's just like the people I worked with, and right. How old I was at the time, and right, yeah, stuff like that. So just general sort of workplace things. It's yeah. not like one you know one place has a better way of doing things than other. Um, did you let, let's step back for a second? So growing up in the valley and then spending some time in Riverside outside of places you've worked at, mm-hmm. what were, what are your favorite chains to like go to? Um, chains. I think I still like Outback. Like really? I, I went there last year and I felt really, I'm, I am dating this guy who's kind of like a foodie and he like, we go to like really fancy restaurants and I felt so bad going there cause I'm like, if any of my friends knew I'm just sitting alone here at this <laughs> Outback <laughs> eating right. this like food uh, in huh, LA, huh, everyone huh, like, huh. oh, I went to Squirrel on Sunday right. type deal. So um, yeah, I like. I think Outback's a solid restaurant. What about uh, outside of sit-down places? What about like fast food chains? I love Taco. Oh, I worked at Taco Bell too. Wow! Wow! I love Taco Bell. I just my favorite restaurant. It's freaking. There's something about it. It's so addicting. Uh, How's that sour cream gun? It's cool. It's like a little. It's like a huge <laughs> cocking gun, and you just like yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! I, I think Jack Allison is the one who, who like. Wanted to get one of those, or something. right, or someone maybe got a hold I of think, one of those. Yeah, Gabrus. Gabrus said he oh, went to, to Taco Bell get it? and he asked them for the caulking gun, and they like gave it to him. He was just really drunk. And he <laughs> He's just injecting himself with sour cream. I think if I think confronted with a, a drunk Gabrus, pretty much anyone would be like, "Yeah, man, whatever you say." Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah sure, if you buddy. talk to that person, they were like, "Yeah, that guy came in and he grabbed a <laughs> sour cream gun." He's like, "Hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> get one of those fucking guns." He said, "There's a picture of his uh, um, uh, rugby reunion, right?" And there, it was a very funny crew of of guys him, with a. Uh, like a bunch of Gabruses in a van together. It really was. It was just like his, his old, because uh, John Gabrus, a frequent uh, a guest on the podcast, friend of the show, if, you, if you're not familiar, a uh, great dude. And he, uh, yeah, he, uh, he like, it looks like, it it, it it looked like a bunch of him. It like looked like a bunch of the same guy. And they all had like red solo cups and were on a party bus. Yeah. And it's just like, these, no one's going to be alive after tonight. You can't put these men together. It's a, it's a recipe for disaster. Man, you, you would certainly die if you hung out with them. That's, I mean, it's funny to think about how like, at the end of the night, they just found a shriveled up Weiger. <laughs> I mean, they just beat me to death for sport. It's just, oh, yeah, it's just part too. of their fun. I actually, I mean, last time I was on a party bus, you remember this, Mitch, because we were going to our friend's bachelor party. Yeah, I certainly do. And I got motion sickness on the party bus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then I think the next day, you and I went to Margaritaville. That's right. We went to Margaritaville. Boys. That was and a then, lot of fun. And then did you go home? Yeah, I went home early. <laughs> what did you fly home? Yeah, I got. A, I got. A, I booked myself a last minute flight. I was. So, I didn't want to get them. I was gonna get motion sick. So you again. went to a bachelor party and you got motion sick and yeah. went to Margaritaville. Those are literally the two things you did. We went to the pool. <laughs> Everyone went to the pool. We. I. I remember when we went to the pool it was after we went to Margaritaville. We barely went to the pool. No, I was there early. You maybe slept in. I was. I think the first Hell, one down at the pool. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, cool! The first one down at the pool in <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, you are an old man. <laughs> <laughs> gonna go home <laughs> hey, i'm just gonna embrace it uh, a lot of fun nick <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note our taste test segment of today is werther's originals <laughs> i've got them just loose in my pocket <laughs> you know what i'll sign uh, werther's originals an old person candy that i think is 
it's, it's got it, it's great. They're, they're not bad. They're good. No. They're good. They're yeah. very good. They got they got the wrong. They shouldn't be labeled as a, as an. Uh, well, also, there's nothing wrong with being labeled old person right. candy because the old are wiser and better than the young. They are wiser and better, Mitch. <laughs> My grandfather, he's an is an immigrant. He was born in the Philippines, and he had a candy dish full of halls like menthol cough oh, drops wow. he felt that was like candy to him uh and we ate it like candy <laughs> that's awesome what the uh the i actually like I, I like those halls and there was a time when i kind of like when i got a little bit of a of a you know not super sick but like a little sick as a kid i got like the sniffles or a sore throat i kind of sick where you kind of liked it nick <laughs> yeah yeah, because I, I like that I got the opportunity to have halls, which I didn't normally get to have. Especially they have like a honey, fla- like a ginger honey flavor. Mm-hmm. It's oh, delightful. Yeah, every ki- every little kid loves to get a little bit sick so they can have halls. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have them otherwise. Just eat them, eat them without being sick. I, I, I have a question for you. Sure. Uh, did your grandfather did, he, did you have a lot of traditional uh, dishes when you when you were growing up and you were a kid? Yeah, and- I think that's one of the reasons I wasn't into spaghetti because I grew up on mostly Filipino food. So. Oh, wow. Isn't, yeah. isn't, isn't, isn't there, isn't there a, like a, um, well, this is, I, I don't know a lot of Filipino food and probably Jollibee is Filipino, right? Yeah. I was going to ask if you guys have ever done Jollibee or if people have asked you to do Jollibee. We did, we, we we did, did cover Jollibee with our friend, uh, our friend Jonah Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I find, I mean, I find Jollibee, fascinating mm. uh, have you have you been there i just know the menu i haven't eaten there but they have like funny names and stuff yeah, i was about the, to say that one of the th- big things is spaghetti but it is like sweet, it's sweet spaghetti yeah. yeah you add sugar did you yeah. did you it's eat aggressively sweet sweet yeah yeah oh wow my okay. grandma used like ketchup it's gross she'd lose like ketchup and then add a little like uh sugar and sometimes like cut it with some regular spaghetti sauce oh wow um, but it was sweet yeah it's yeah. So, it's weird i mean you uh, you, just, you just described it as gross but that sounds great to me and i'm sure <laughs> as a kid that's like very like comforting like yeah. i'm sure if i had that as a kid i'd, I'd think that was fantastic and w- did you enjoy spaghetti like that or was it like it was still kind of a, a turn off because it was of still the, kind of a turn off for yeah. me at the time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was the the sweet spaghetti sauce. I'm not I'm not huge into. It was, but you know but they what they had at Jolly Bee. There was a lot of good stuff there. The fried chicken. The was fried great. chicken was great. They yeah. do they do a really good fried chicken there. Yeah, it's it's a fascinating menu. The the thing that that they didn't have there, but I've seen on the menu. They didn't have at our visit, but I've seen on the menu before. Is they have a a hot tuna pie. Oh my god! Which is just it's like a McDonald's apple pie, but filled with like hot. I tuna mean that salad. just sounds, I've never. Heard that's, that yeah. in <laughs> that's like a thing that you would say to like make someone be sick, right? Yeah. Like you're gonna eat a hot tuna a pie and then like a kid yeah i'm gonna ralph man (laughs) i hated that throw up noise you just made by the way oh i just ralphed on my nards (laughs) the kid threw up on his own (laughs) testicles yeah (laughs) i got a ralph somewhere i might as well do it down here and he pukes in his pants it's like i couldn't miss it (laughs) Messy nards, the day's over for everyone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what is this movie? <laughs> I don't know. So, so uh, we could call it big nards. <laughs> <laughs> no one, you know, they don't even try to make. Uh, well, I mean, they, I don't think they've ever tried to make a big nards type. Movie. Yeah, but like the, the teen gross out comedy was definitely something I feel like of a different age. Or like even kind like of a, like, like a, what happened to the Sandlots of the world? Did they oh, still sure. Do any Sandlots? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if they do those sort of kid ensemble movies. Now there's like gro- a coming of age. Movie. Eighth grade is supposed to be great. Oh, it was so great. It I was great. That, I want to yeah. see it really bad. Outside of eighth grade, you know what? Fuck 
coming of age movies. Wow. Who cares about? They're all every coming of age is boring and bad, including your own. Like, uh, they're it's stupid. You didn't like Lady Bird? The Lady Bird was fun. I all of them. God, there's too much. There's too many. Of them. <laughs> there's too many of them. Who cares about coming of age? It's all a stupid, dumb, not interesting thing to me. This is, is that, just this is just you mad at Last Jedi again, right? Uh, you think no. that's a coming of age story? Is, is Ray re- learning her force powers? You're, 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 you're like leaning back like I'm saying something controversial. <laughs> no, I don't think you're saying something controversial. I, I, I feel I've, I, I, this includes like Linklater movies. I used to love uh, Dazed and Confused. I've told you this before, though. Like mm-hmm. every time I watch like a Link Later movie, he's like, "Well, like I am a smart nerd, but I'm also like a cool jock." And you're like, "Yeah, well, fuck you." He does like he does like to make himself look cool. All these coming age movies are di- like, uh, and I and also I heard he put if- he put Alex Jones in one of his movies, which really? is bananas. Oh, that's insane! Yeah, oh my god, he just like cast him. Oh yeah, and that that movie Waking Life. That's the one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Oh, movie. maybe that makes. Still Some weird, sense. yeah. There, I mean, there was a time when he was less shitty than he is, but he's just like it's still strange. But also, like maybe they were trying to show a shitty guy. But yeah. you're right, it's it's still strange. Hey, so all this talk a link later makes me want to play Zelda after the podcast. Oh God, fuck you. <laughs> link later. Yeah, we're having fun. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm having fun. You songs having fun, right? You song. <laughs> <laughs> you song, keep it down, please, <laughs> neighbors. Uh, so wait, so so well, uh, hold on. yeah, go for it, please. I, just, I didn't get to finish, and I feel bad. I like uh, no, please finish your thought. No, I mean, all right, whatever. It's, I know it's, what you're saying. I know you're, you're giving a general frustration. Everyone, of the genre. everyone in coming of age movies cliches. makes themselves seem cooler. It's like, right. It's they're it's all boring and bad. I don't know. I feel like I was at my coolest. <laughs> Is that terrible to say when I was like young and coming of age? I was wow. Like, I was way more brave and yeah. you know. What age, what age are you talking about here? I'm talking like sixteen to yeah. like really nineteen. Damn, I really was not my coolest at that oh. age. Yeah, yeah definitely it was all not. Downhill after like twenty for me. Wow. <laughs> you think? You're, but like, I still I think you're cool. You oh, seem thanks, cool. Thanks. Oh, you should have known me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's just you're exactly the same, but you were just wearing sunglasses all the time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was. I was way more brave. I like. I've like. I got in this car accident where I like flipped a car. Oh wow! And I Jesus! Was, like, I just got into a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it would, seems bad now, but it, it was fun at the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I don't think I was cool ever. <laughs> I don't think it ever. I think it skipped over me. Nick, you too. Yeah. I'm pulling you down with me. Well, whatever. I don't like coming to age movies. Make something else. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, there's other things to watch, too. You don't you know have to just... Are you make just watching... Another, make another chef. <laughs> a behind-the-scenes story of a chef who s- tries to make a new restaurant. John Favreau's <laughs> Chef? <laughs> the food truck movie? <laughs> you know what's great about Chef is that there's a scene... There's like Robert... Uh, uh, Robert... No, I wanted to say De Niro. De Niro's not right. Um, it's Robert uh, fucking Iron Man. Downey Jr. Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Another Robert D. Another Bobby D. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in in Chef for like one scene, and it's mm-hmm. so clear that he gave them like thirty minutes of availability because they like you only see Robert Downey Jr. in like his close up, and then the over the shoulder shot, like the the uh, the the John Favreau single, mm-hmm. is just like it's so clearly a body double.
trouble that they're just having like a shoulder and like part of the hair for for Robert Downey Jr. Oh, he man. gives him so little, and it, it just, it's just like one of those things where it's just like, oh man, he like asked for a favor from his friend because he directed two Iron Mans, and his <laughs> and friend was like, I give you thirty minutes. <laughs> Um, that movie's like I think that I've heard that movie does a, a, has a lot of stuff that's kind of accurate like kitchen wise like they, mm. they got some uh, you know they, they got some it might have been Roy Choi they got to uh, uh, to consult on the, the chickens or the kitchen scenes rather ooh the chicken oh, scenes yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some chicken <laughs> there's some chicken involved as well um, but then like also a lot of it is just like it's so it's it, speaking of self-indulgent it's a director that puts himself in the movie and then the love triangle is like it's John Favreau, like fucking John oh, Favreau yeah. now, and the yeah. love—it's a love triangle between him, Scarlett Johansson, and Sofia Vergara. Oh Jesus! It's so oh, just like, what do you think you look like? He <laughs> <laughs> um, have a funhouse mirror at home. <laughs> just like, I heard—is it—is it really bad? I heard it's good fine. things about good things about it. But it's fine. That that element is weird. I also um, don't—I don't want another chef. I was joking, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to see eighth grade really bad. I hear it's great. I, I, but uh, but uh, besides eighth grade, I'm just right. saying in general. Uh, I got mad at Link later, and you should have left it at your Link later joke. Play. You're not going to play Zelda tonight. Is the truth. You're going to bed as soon as you walk in that door. I'm ready for bed now. <laughs> did Link later do Boyhood? He did do he Boyhood. Did. Oh, that's the yeah. like ultimate coming of age, yeah. like the the real time coming of age. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in trouble for this. Thumbs down from old spoon. I would say thumbs down too. I mean, I like the idea of that. I'm mm-hmm. like following a kid around, but I was like, I don't care about this fucking lame little kid. That's my issue. I don't care about coming of age. It's all stupid and dumb. I give it a I give it a uh, a, a mild thumbs up because of the scope of it. I mm-hmm. find impressive that, that they achieved the that from a production cool. side, the productions uh, uh, side of things. But as an actual film, it's like this really <clears throat> goes nowhere. Yeah. And then also, I'm just like this. And this is our, our buddy Ryan Perez pointed this out, and I think it's I honestly think it's a trenchant point. Like the idea of doing a film about that basically focuses on a, on a boy's entire teen years and yeah. never once addresses like jacking off. <laughs> like that's like a thing, like, like that would be yeah. like such a, that's like, I feel, and, you know, I feel like for any teen, like that's such like a pivotal moment. That's such a pivotal discovery, right? Yeah, <laughs> that, you could, and you could totally service that in a very artistic, right. Cool they should have done way. a Marvel end credits sort of thing. <laughs> Just jacking off throughout the years. <laughs> Whoa. Through. You know what's depressing, Nick, is that while that movie was shot, like through the years that that yeah. movie was shot, you could like see you through those years and it wouldn't, like I'm saying myself, yes. too, we, we would be like adults and stay adults. It the, would, yeah, it, right. It wouldn't have been that crazy. It was like 13 years. It's like my time in LA. Right. If I had a boyhood in the time that they made boyhood, it would just be me getting fatter and fatter. <laughs> it would be nothing good. If I had a boyhood, it would just be like me sitting uh, in my bedroom in front of a 13-inch TV, but then just like the controller for the video game system I was playing would change over the years <laughs> like Nintendo to oh. Genesis to PlayStation and I apologize I meant like if you did a boyhood of my time from 2006 to 2000 like oh got it 18 they would just be me getting like I would look the same yeah that's but but like uh my actual boyhood I went from a blonde little boy to a monster oh, okay you know, like I transformed Aww. yeah yeah <laughs> that kind of happened in Linklater's movie too is like they cast this adorable boy and he yeah. got super awkward and weird and not as cute as he was when he started. <laughs> that is true. That is that, that is, was. That, I mean, that was like a cool element that I think yeah. like they kind of like it. It kind of just worked out that way that maybe they could have played up and mm-hmm. uh, played up even a little bit more, you know. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's also weird because I'm sure it was like super awkward to put a 
fucking I can't imagine psychologically what it was like for that yeah kid. that kid's fucked forever yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy yeah. what an insane insane thing to go through and then the movie was like did okay <laughs> it's just like yeah it's, right it's easily forgotten yeah it's like we'll put you through this for 12 years of your yeah. life and like now here's the movie yeah people kind of liked it well see ya like uh it didn't right it didn't win a, it didn't win Oscar. like yeah. right did, it didn't win any Oscars I don't think yeah. no I, th- I mean yeah I think it got oh Patricia Arquette got uh, best oh, supporting yeah. actress oh yeah she gave a weird speech um uh so uh uh, uh, Leanne, um, the, you might have an opinion on this. Uh, as someone who's done some work for Funny or Die, the landlord is in Boyhood. Is it? Oh, that's right. <laughs> what did it's you? It's like think? a time. It's like a timer thing. It's like to, one like, of those to things. You know where, where yeah. you're They reset, and it's like 2011 or whenever that came out, and that's... it's just like the landlord is used in like kind of the, the yeah. montage of things. Now that you say that, that is so weird. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's like not a big part of my life <laughs> right yeah <laughs> it's not like i would have used maybe like 9 11 or something yeah. <laughs> like, um yeah oh that's so crazy yeah I w- mean, yeah it's an okay i mean it's a great video the, the, the landlord is great it's a very funny video i yeah. will say the landlord is in a couple isn't it in this is 40 and it might be in this is 40 or is it in, it's in some judd movie yeah I, w- I was gonna say and i might add this to imdb's uh goof section in fact if there's a listener out here who's got imdb pro <laughs> and you want to make this addition uh feel free uh maybe credit me um, the bug they use on Hold the on landlord. Second. Hold on a second. Maybe credit me. You want this person to do this work and then you just get the credit for it? Yeah, maybe just give a little shout out to me in the comment. <laughs> um, the bug they use for the landlord mm-hmm. is the Funnier Die 2015 logo. They don't use wow. the vintage logo. They use the, they use the bug from the, 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 the more modern redesign. Oh. So it's actually an anachronism. Nick, this is insane. Wow. We need to do something about this. <laughs> wow. I'm telling you, when this goof is uploaded to IMDb, Linklater is going to flip his lid. falls apart. The whole thing yeah. just falls apart. <laughs> Linklater is good. I'm being too hard on everybody. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't even know what movie I want to see. I'll go see The Nun. Whatever. I'll be fine. I'll <laughs> see The Nun. A little scary movie. I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, Leanne, um, good stepping back to food service a little bit, yeah. like what is having been on the perspective, the from work from, from the worker's perspective mm-hmm. in the front of the house, is there anything that particularly annoyed you, uh, in terms of customer behavior that people should maybe look out for? And also, is there anything you pr- try to practice as a customer now as a patron, uh, when you go, when you're interacting with a server? Um, I tend to be as a patron now I'm like way more patient because I know right it's an it's intense juggling a lot of tables it's like multitasking which not a lot of people can do and especially those chain restaurants they like you have six tables and, right um what would annoy me about customers I mean just like low t- low tips or like it's I I'm so for like eliminating the tip the tip uh tipping right and just having it part of your wage because you have to work for a tip. And when you have to work for a tip, you sometimes you have an asshole who hmm. thinks you have to work for a tip. Right. It's like, it's a pain in the ass. They use that you know, as a way to exert like leverage control. The European style is like, they don't, that, that t- tips are included. But then when I was over there, it was very much seemed, at least from American tourists, that they expected tips. And we did tip everywhere mm. we went. So I don't, I don't know if that's changed or what the deal is. I don't know. Uh, the international tipping. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know what, either. I don't know where it is right now. But I could see that being the most frustrating thing of all. How much of that is them seeing like a, a gullible yank and being like, oh, oh I can fleece this fool. Yeah, that's what you think I am? Yeah. I blended in everywhere I went, baby. 
Uh, I can see you going to Portugal, a six foot seven, 350 pound man with a Patriots hat, looking like an ordinary citizen. I did wear my Patriots hat around too. It's like people like were like, you shouldn't do that. Like, yeah, we'll be fine. I specifically hated working at the Cheesecake Factory in Brentwood because everyone that lives in Brentwood is like very high class. And yeah, they Nick's, come in. Nick's kind of in that area. So. Yeah. I don't live in Brentwood. You, you, dine, you, dine, you dine at a lot of Brentwood I live in uh, We live in Santa Monica, but yeah, there is definitely when you go when you go north of Wilshire and you enter that, that Brentwood uh, area, it's definitely things change a little bit. You get these, these fucking gigantic million dollar houses and there is like, I think there is kind of that expectation north Santa Monica as well. I think there is kind of that that you know you do get a little bit of snobbery and elitism yeah uh, but but sorry but but, but, but i'm but like keep... you're this it's still the cheesecake factory it's right. like your menu is a book and exactly i have 14 tables and right i this isn't fine dining yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah dial in your expectations a little bit yeah it's also too it's like i think that that cheesecake factory closed now Did it it's really? something, yeah i think it's something else which is kind of a thing of like you always think of a cheesecake factory could thrive anywhere yeah but i guess maybe there it's just it's just not fancy enough for those snooty Brent Woodians. So. Here's the thing. I yeah. was I went to lemonade for lunch today. Oh. Uh, you know lemonade? Yeah, yeah. It's like a little salad, but they scoop salad into a little container. This is an LA chain. It's yeah. an LA chain. Yeah. I got I got a four salad combo. Got some broccoli and whatever. I don't have to tell you what I got. Or how do you say it? Orchetti? Or or chetti? Or or ketty? I don't know what you're trying to say. The pasta. Or or I don't know. What? What is it? What are you trying to say? Or chetti? Or Emma is shaking her head, furrowing her brow. O R, I don't know how to spell it. Orchetti, Orchetti, O R, the pasta. Uh, oh, a, it's like they look like little thumbprints. Yeah, that one. Orchetti, Orchetti, Orchetti. I don't know what you're talking about. Orchetti. Emma is showing her laptop to me. Oh yeah, show, show Nick. Just show Nick the uh, show Nick how it's spelled. From he doesn't know what the. How do you not know what I'm talking about? Orichetti. is I, that that'd be my guess. I, the you pronunciation. You didn't know what the hell I was saying. I still no, I don't know. But they, they, they're, they're, they've got the little thumbprint oh, impression. Oh, now you them. know it all of a sudden. I saw the picture, and I can get. I'm just. I'm painting a picture. No, I don't know what those are. Oh, God damn it! Are they stuffed? No, they're not stuffed. Uh, okay. Anyways, that wasn't even. It didn't even matter. I got that. Got to the front counter. Got it to go. Tip line. What are you putting there for a tip? What, do we, what, do you, mm, what am I question. doing? Oh, that's an excellent question. I was so, twenty. It was twenty dollars. Expensive. Yeah. It was too expensive. That's crazy. But I anyways. say like full service. If mm-hmm. they are at your table, they're writing your order. Mm-hmm. They go put it in. I say that's twenty percent. If it's yeah. like part service where they're at a regis- register, they don't have to come to you. I'd say like ten percent. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I always feel like I. I always feel like I get, if there's an opportunity to tip. I'll give a little something, even mm-hmm. if it's not like straight, like straight up table service. Yeah. And I usually just default. I like I, I probably over tip because I just usually default. And this, that, that's a, that's a way that that sounds like a me bragging about my, but what a, yeah, it is. how generous I am. Yeah, I fucking I am doing it. A lot of us seniors get shit for not <laughs> tipping well. Some of us tip pretty well. Oh God. <laughs> um, but anyway, Do you just Lee Werther's original. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> a nice loving note. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm one of those people who leaves like a, a like a Bible verse that says, "This is your tip." Man, I got a story. It's such a shitty thing to do. <laughs> it's gonna make people not like Jankton. Oh no, but we were at Grumpy. I mean, we were in high school. We were at Grumpy Whites in Quincy, and Jankton was. Is like, that just what they call the city in general? <laughs> 
It was my Nana's favorite restaurant, Nick. Aww. Grumpy White. So what, what kind of restaurant was it? It was like it had a bunch of different shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you've painted a picture. It was his favorite restaurant. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll have a chicken parmesan sandwich. We'll have a, uh, you know, we'll have a buffalo chicken sandwich. It's just like down home American fare. And there's salads and sure. stuff. It's just it's a yeah American place, right? Um, uh, but. We were like, you got money? He's like, I got money. That's how he sounds. And then it w- we were like, uh, all right. like, uh, And he was like, he put down a thing for the tip. And it was like two movie passes. Oh and we God. were like, what? you can't give no. two movie passes. And he was like, that's actually like a better deal. Like, that's more money. <laughs> and we were like, no fucking way. And he, put, and he was like, I don't have any money. And we were like, oh, man. So we, it was on him. You know? right. And, we were, and, and I, I, no one else had any money. And we left, and the lady came up <laughs> to the car and knocked on the window and was like, take these two fucking movie passes, you piece of shit, <laughs> which he deserved. Yeah. We all, wow. were like, we all were like, yeah, you're an asshole. Quincy's server is not messing around. I mean, he's going to get so mad that I told that story. Yeah. He was probably 17 years old and right. he fucked up, but and then uh, he that's took what those- you get, you piece of shit. <laughs> he took those movie passes and went and saw Boyhood. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take a well, break. Like a decade later? Yeah. <laughs> he saved him. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. It's built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. (laughs) Moon's real cool. When the moon Moon is is out, there's never a doubt. doubt. The The moon moon is cool. (laughs) And when the sun's up high, you can't deny deny it's gonna gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in it the summertime. Sure and the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm-hmm. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes, and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell, too, and it helps you out, not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean. Come on. I Come can- on. <laughs> The moon, moon is, is cool. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. The moon <laughs> is cool. Cool, cool, cool. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wags, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow. green grape, wow, raspberry melon. And lemon lime. 
That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. Oh boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up. Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an Aura Frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... 
Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Doughboys. We're here with Leanne Bowen discussing Outback Steakhouse this week's chain. Crikey. Crikey. And hey... Good day to our Australian listeners. Hey. You know the owners of Out and the three owners aren't Australian and mm-hmm. have never been to Australia before they created them. I li- I like that. The three, like, flir- I like that scummy hu- Floridians, of, right? Yeah. I like the hubris of being like Australian restaurant, we're not even gonna go down to Australia. Yeah. We're just gonna fucking make it up. We're gonna watch Crocodile Dundee and its sequel. Yeah. And that's then- what it was. It was like uh, it's like the movie came out and people were like, Oh, people love this. It's right. big. Yeah. Yeah, it's one hundred percent was capitalizing on the Australian invasion trend of the eighties. Nick and I were saying specifically that the big knives, the big knives you get there, mm-hmm. um, are just croc- like crocodile Dundee references. <laughs> it's like this is a knife, and we were saying that that's what dads go and do. You, Nick, you said this exactly. It's exactly, like it's a, a, dad, a, a dad gets to make that joke when he's there. They give you an oversized knife so a dad can do the. the that's not a knife. This is a knife joke to his mm-hmm. kids, and then they laugh at him. Uh, to be nice. They get an extra long yeah. kiss on the cheek yeah. at night. <laughs> just like Brady did with his kid and it was normal. <laughs> People were too that mean was, to him. Yeah. But that, that, that's too mean. He's kissing the damn kid on the lips. Who I guess my dad on the lips before. Who gives a shit? I mean, it's fun I, to kiss kids. Yeah, whatever you want to show, however you want to show affection mm, in your family. Thank you for that. <laughs> little, oh, no, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> thank oh, you no. for that sound clip, my <laughs> <Right>. friend. <laughs> I think we know what the next job is going to be. <laughs> oh boy, I should have qualified that. Um, so yeah, we haven't we haven't reviewed this. Uh, we mentioned coincidentally mentioned John Gabris. That was the 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 last yep. time we reviewed this chain on way back on episode four, fourth mm-hmm. episode. You and I were a lot less cranky with each other. Uh, we were. You're the one who's cranky. <laughs> you've been cranky all night tonight. Well, you've been cranky. You've been cranky for two years. No, I haven't. <laughs> people do. enjoy my company. I hang out with people. <laughs> I go out and have fun. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. What do you do? You do nothing. I go out and have fun with my wife. <laughs> Has anyone met Nick's wife? <laughs> <laughs> She's real. <laughs> she is real. Um, I've met her. She seems normal, except for the fact that she's married to Nick. <laughs> That's fair. That's a good point. So, uh, so Leanne, you used to work there. Uh, it had seemed to have some fondness for the chain. Still, we, we went to the Glendale location. There's, there's a couple mm-hmm. here in the in the sand in the valley. There's the Glendale oh. one and the Burbank one. We were um, talking about '80s kind of '80s feeling mo- uh, malls beforehand. Yes. It's across the street from Americana on New Modern Mall, mm-hmm. but it's in like a little side, like a little across the street little mall that feels like an '80s mall. It Way, feels super '80s. It feels very '80s, and, and then right across the street, there's like a new, the new super mall, the mall right. of the future with Americana. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's it, it's tucked away in the weirdest. It's tucked away in the. It's the strangest outback to get to it's upper level and it's right adjacent to an la fitness which which location did you go to i went to the burbank location and is that Uh, where uh, wait which which outback did you work at i worked at one in riverside but then i worked at the uh the northridge one for a few months oh the northridge one okay 
What was the, the like, because our experience, and in fact, the last couple times I've been to Outback, I feel like it's been, it, ha- it doesn't feel like they've had a lot of customers. And mm-hmm. was it still thriving when you were working there? With- yeah. Well, in, yeah, when I worked there, I opened the restaurant in Riverside. So that was the first Outback in Riverside. So it was a big thing at the time. Wow. Um, that was like 2006. And then I worked at the one in Northridge in like 2009 or 10. Mm. Um, and it was booming. But I also think like Northridge is just like the right place to have a uh, right. Outback. And the one in Burbank was not booming. But it was also Labor Day, so I don't know. Yeah. Ours oh, was I didn't not, think about that. Ours was not booming either. No. Um, For a place that offers a blooming onion, business was not booming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, did you guys have the little table computer that you the could play? The Zeosk. That's so weird. Uh, did they, they not have that when you, when no, you worked there? No, no. And I didn't like it because we got into it. We started playing it, and I noticed I was like ignoring my waiter. Yes. I was like, he was trying to drop stuff off to me, move stuff around, but we were so stuck in this like computer game. Yeah, the Zeosk, I... I, I don't like it. We've been battling with the Zeos since episode one. And I don't mean the Phantom Menace. I mean our first episode. <laughs> it's funny to say we've been battling with the Zeos. We went to our very first episode. We I went mean, to, you're right. We went to Chili's. And there was, there, there was a Zeos issue in this trip, but go ahead. The Zeos, so, to, so to, to, to describe it, if people haven't experienced this, it's basically like an iPad, uh, mm-hmm. like, like, uh, like tablet mounted on a... Uh, mounted on a stand so it's upright and then you can use it to order appetizers to order refills on drinks to order desserts and to, to, pr- to print and pay your print your receipt and pay your bill um but also there are certain things you can't do on the ziosk like you can't i don't think you can order entrees or uh, from it or, or uh, like there's certain things that you can there's certain restrictions so you do have to interact with your waiter to some degree mm-hmm. but there's also the option to go to the ziosk for certain things there's there's a paper menu but then there's also like other options that are just on the ZS, it's so confusing. It, is. Yeah. it, it adds it adds this layer of computerized bureaucracy uh, to your dining experience. To me, it makes it makes it more stressful. I'm like, I don't want this thing on the table. Yeah, get this out of here. It's, yeah. Well, it's, it's it's so strange too. With like a waitress or a waiter is at your table, and then it's like they're interacting with these things that are kind of set up to like to get rid of their jobs. Yes. Which we've, we've, said, we've said this before, but which it's is so true. It's like this weird thing. Oh, yeah. I can totally see it phasing out to just having food runners and you do everything on this little yeah. kiosk thing, which mm-hmm. I don't like because I like going to a restaurant and like telling the waiter what I right. want yeah. and like them talking back to me. And mm-hmm. I love to ask yeah. for a recommendation. Yeah. And I, wait, is that annoying to ask a server for a recommendation? That is kind of annoying. Fuck. That's super annoying. I do that all the time. It's like, I don't know what you want. I don't know what your taste buds are. Fuck. Is, want, it, is it okay to a, ask between two certain things? Sure, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll tell you which one's more. Uh, that's 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 be- yeah. Is that better? Yeah, yeah, huh. for sure. I usually give some guidance, but this is good to know. I don't want to. What do I want to eat, Nick? What the hell? I I ask if there are any favorites on the menu a lot of times. That's better. Okay, all right. Not like, what do you recommend? Right. (laughs) I mean, it's the same question, I guess. I've been fucking up. (laughs) It's fine. I tip a lot. Also, I was with you last night. You said, can you mash this up and spoon feed it to me? (laughs) (laughs) Grandpa's hungry. (laughs) My chompers don't work good anymore. Um, Banging your cane against the table. (laughs) 
so uh, yeah, I mean, I, but I, I like the I do like the interaction with a server. Like I yeah, feel like that's too. kind of the fun part of a sit down restaurant. Mm. Uh, I, I you know I like it if they're like a little funny. Like that's always like I that tickles me a lot. They mm-hmm. they make some they make some classic waiter jokes. I like that a lot. Um, and and I like too. I just like it. It it's it's part of the. To me, it would just feel so sterile to like to sit in a booth. And then just be ordering off of a fucking tablet, and then someone who just comes out and's like, "Oh, here you go. Here's your here's your Torah uh, quesadilla mm. or whatever." I'd just be like, "What is this experience? Like, I'd rather just order a counter." Yeah, a sterile experience for a couple of sterile men. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's related to how much chain restaurant food we eat? <laughs> I'd say ninety nine percent likely. Oh, I will say. Um, related to how much chain food they use a lot of chemicals cleaning in the back oh, and wow. it's like and I'm always worried like I, I bet their food would taste a little bit better if they didn't sterilize everything so oh. I feel like it gets into everything yeah yeah I can imagine oh that's mm-hmm. awful yeah that is kind of like scary and ominous um, <laughs> our, our our visit I it's funny doing this because like we did the Outback episode before, and we were like, oh, it's exciting to do this. And I feel like we were kind of nicer to it. Yes. I think last night wasn't as exciting. What happened? I think a lot of things happened. And I think a lot of it has to do with the food. Like, uh, this, I was just, I, I, I'm just going to say this. Disappointed about last night a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I want. I mean, you know, I go in wanting to like Outback Steakhouse, and you know, having the last time we went, I think it was like you were saying. I thought it was a, it was a little better. It might have been that we went on a uh, on a sleepier night. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very Mitch, as I said, sleepier. Mitch started yawning. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Um, Try it again. Uh, we went on a sleepier night. <sighs> All right, you're forcing it. This guy's an actor. So, so, but it was kind of like it was kind of a ghost down inside. There, there weren't a lot of customers. It felt like the I I noticed our server, and you know, I thought she she was she was great and and very attentive. But I noticed that when you ordered a drink, she like went behind the bar to like make the drinks herself. And I was like, oh, they don't even have a bartender working. That's kind of crazy. Our 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 waitress. Oh, actually, she was great. Yes, there was one thing that she said that was funny. We well, I have to explain it later. Yeah, should we talk? Should we start talking about this? Yeah, let's get into what, our food. What what, what? 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 So besides that, does the out outback to you? Does it? You still like it of all these places? I do, it, yeah. it holds a place in your heart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when we opened the restaurant, they really sold us on it. But like outback. It doesn't use any frozen products, which is very rare because every restaurant I've been in, it's frozen. Right. So I was always really impressed with that, and and because of that, their steaks always tasted better, and everything tasted better. So I feel like yeah. it's like a, a just a good steak. Wait, nothing's frozen, not even the was, lobster tails. They were like, we don't have a freezer. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. But they would deliver food like every other day there. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um. I, it is a place I want to like, but Nick, let's get in, let's get into it. So the uh, so the beverage I got, I got the Jackman, which I, I'm sure they don't have Hugh Jackman rights. They don't they don't have his name right, so they just called it the Jackman, which I don't think is a thing. It's, mm. They're just using his last name, right? They just want they just want that, or it has nothing to do with ja- Hugh Jackman. Yeah. But what is the word? What's like, a ja- if, I feel like isn't a a baby kangaroo a Jack? Isn't 
Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Or a, is, is it? it a Joey? A Joey. That's Kangaroo what, yeah, Jack Joey. was the movie with Jerry O'Connell. Okay, maybe that's what, that's what maybe we're thinking of. They're just doing Australian movie. Yeah. <laughs> I describe you to people as a Jack man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it. I think they seriously are just trying to drift off of the Jackman. They're. they're, they're uh, I think they're trying to drift off of Hugh Jackman. I think they're trying to say this is the Jackman, which is not a thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, then you have that association with the Wolverine, Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But uh, it, 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 this was the this was uh, so, uh, tequila, lemon juice, honey syrup, and jalapeno. Had a good amount of spice to it, so some decent heat to it. Um, you know, for a chain restaurant drink by that by those standards, uh, you know, a little on the sweet side. I think I think a little bit maybe heavy on the honey syrup, but um, but you know it was fine. It was a fine like spicy margarita adjacent drink. I, mm-hmm. it, it was a totally serviceable cocktail. I will say that just because of the sweetness factor, I did not come close to finishing it. And you know, for me not to finish an alcoholic drink, I, it has to be pretty, you know, pretty overly overly sweet. Because uh, uh, you know, I, I like something with a little bit of a uh, with a little bit of alcohol in it. Um, we got the brown bread. What, Mitch? What tell us about your uh, your your cocktail? Well, Nick, I got the Aussie Punch. Um, which why isn't the? It was on here a minute ago, and now it's not coming up. You could have just loaded it ahead of time. I, look, put it in your notes app. What, what, what do you want me to say? I should have put it in my notes. It was a rum-based drink. Okay, but I mean, I, I, it was it was kind of like the closest thing to a mite. I had had a bunch of gif- it was had tropical fruits and rum in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's the issue with this one. I did like the taste of it. There was a little black cherry in there. Um, my issue with it was. A little fruit fly was in there, Nick. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had a bug in the classic you, bug in the did cocktail. Did you tell anyone or did you just I did. I, and and this, is, this is where it came from. Uh, of This is the thing that the waitress said that was funny. She was, I was like, hey, there's like a bug in my drink. And then she was like, oh, like, she was like, do you want the same thing or do you want something else? And that's when I went for a top bloke, uh, which was kind of like a higher end drink. It was rum, grapefruit juice some orange juice and there was honey and stuff in it too and a pineapple slice mm-hmm. um and i didn't like that one as much it was kind of it was it was kind of like outback's attempt at being kind of a higher end drink i feel like yeah but after i got that do you remember she was like hey like here's this and she was like and just so you know like i'm not going to charge you for the other one of course and that's that's like she was like the other one's on on yeah Maybe she's that on me, and then that scares me to think that maybe she. I hope she didn't have to pay for it. No, no. But no. but at the same time, I was like, well, yeah, I'm not going to pay for the bug drink. I, right. I, there was a there was a little bug like a bug that was big enough for me to see floating in it. Yeah, yeah but I think like she like if you she there's a chance there's a customer if she doesn't say that is just like kind of gets steaming. Yeah, it's like, yeah. like like but I'm not going to pay for that. I hope you don't think I'm going to pay for that. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I think she's just nipping that in the bud. Meanwhile, but she came back and I had already drank the bug up through my straw. <laughs> Did you no, no. Oh my god! No, uh, no, no I, I saw it, and I, I, I drank some of the drink. Actually, I, I drank probably about what would you say? A, not even a quarter of it. It was like very yeah. a few sips out of it. You got it. You got enough to get a a, a, a decent taste, taste of it. Of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I actually probably liked the Aussie rum punch better than the top look. The Aussie rum punch was a little sweet. Yeah. But neither of my drinks. You know, we've been to Chili's and and uh, or TGI Fridays. Yes. And, Mm-hmm. Has some great drinks. Their cocktails are a lot better there, and I gotta say that the, the they kind of they kind of let me down at Outback as far as the cocktails go. Yeah, They're not I, very exciting. I went for the Wallaby Darn because I remember uh, when I opened, I was like, "Oh, it's such a cool drink. It's like a Bellini, a champagne." That's and the I, one, that's what I got on our the first time we went. Yeah, yeah. 
And I was disappointed too. Actually, yeah. there are a few things about the meal I was like, oh, this isn't quite what I remember. Right. But, yeah. yeah. I would have just, I like in hindsight, and, and I think if I go back, it's it's I get that big old Fosters because yeah. I think that's going to yeah. be like you just embrace the the kind of uh, the the stupidly broad like you know stereotypical Australian uh, a tableau they've created in there and just just go all the way and have the big old Fosters because uh, because yeah I don't think their cocktails are are anything to write home about mm-hmm. um, and then yeah. you get the you get the the first thing they present you with is that brown bread mm-hmm. with the with the big old knife in it and it comes with a little bit of butter um, as brown breads go well, well Leanne how do you feel uh, about the brown bread there I like the brown bread I liked it a while ago this time again i was like maybe i liked it more back then but uh in relation to other chain breads it's probably like a six or seven out of ten yeah i feel like specifically Mm. in the brown bread category because you got the cheesecake factory brown bread which is great and then Mm. there's there's also the black angus which is a similar steakhouse concept i haven't done it um i like i like like black Angus. hey you know you talked about uh my uh, suspiciously absent wife (laughs) we go to black angus we'll have we had a we got a black angus gift card we went there proof (laughs) proof in proof yeah (laughs) she'll tell you we got a Black Angus gift card. We went there. Yeah. <laughs> Case closed. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, the uh, Black Angus has some good brown bread. I, I, you know, I, I. But that said, I think it's pretty good. I would like it if it was maybe a little bit warmer. I think. Yeah. I think just like if that came out and it was just like a little bit like exactly almost too warm. Yeah. 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 To, I feel like it used to be right. What yeah. Do you, what it, was, do you, it was like a little kind of crusty on the outside and like soft on the inside. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. I mean, I still do like that bread. It's, it's good. It's, it's mm-hmm. good. It's good. But. You you know what? Here's the other issue I have with that bread. You got the huge fucking knives. Hi, mm-hmm. uh, knives. I keep saying knives. Uh, h- how are you supposed to put the butter on that on that brown bread? Yeah, it's a little cumbersome. It's crazy. They should give you a little butter knife give with you it. A little butter really? knife. You just yeah. want to use a knife to spill the butter. On it. <laughs> okay, we're the opposite of that, that movie. Doesn't work on Nick and I at all. Yeah. This is a knife, and we, we this is a knife, and we'd be like, "Well, can we get something much smaller? We right. want something tiny. I've we got, want a little tiny knife." Because I mean, I'm not particularly. I, I have a tr- trouble even holding my hand still. I'm not particularly dexterous. And then Mitch has hands the size of those novelty number one foam fingers you get at a baseball game. So for both of us, trying to dip, <sighs> trying to dip a, a big knife into a tiny ramekin is pretty challenging. It's like playing mm-hmm. Operation. I'm going to fucking ram that kin up your fucking ass. Shut up. <laughs> He's an old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Nick and I want smaller. We want smaller knives. I'd love a smaller knife. I wonder if there are any in the back. I don't remember. <laughs> Can we have Can smaller we knives? Can you find one for me? <laughs> this is a knife. I want. That's not a knife. <laughs> what? Shut up. Um. So the appetizers, which are classified as Aussie tizers, mm-hmm. uh, we we I've had the. I'm pretty familiar with the Bloomin' Onion. A, a, a classic of yes. the uh, of the of Outback Steakhouse. I want to get your thoughts on that one second. But Mitch and I decided to go with a John Gabris favorite. This is something That's that right. he says he he used to take to the dome in his parlance. Which is uh-huh. crazy. He would eat one of these by himself: the Aussie cheese fries. Gabris, uh, these, oh. That's insane. Topped with oh melted Monterey God, Jack. That was my least favorite. But go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shots fired at Gabris. <laughs> topped with uh, these are fries uh, topped with Monter- Monterey Jack cheddar and chopped bacon with house-made ranch dressing and they give you like a soup bowl of dressing they give you a lot of ranch dressing mm-hmm. um i thought these were pretty good but pretty basic yeah like yeah. they're they're not like uh, they're not mind-blowing i not bad have, though i mean they're, they're not bad they're, yeah. they're a good cheese fry 
Mm-hmm. Islands have better fries. I, I think Islands has better. I, well, I like the. I actually like the fries at Outback. I think they're good fries. But I think loaded up with cheese. I think there's there's better executions of it. You can get at other places. Um, and uh, I don't know if the bacon actually like integrates all that well with yeah. this dish. It just kind of like is thrown on top of it. I, I wish it was more melted up in there. Mm. Um, but I, I don't know. What did you think? It's Mitch? very bacony bit. But also, then I don't know if I would want like. I don't know if I would want kind of like full cut morning bacon all over it either. I mean, the bacon is fine. Yeah. It all works for me. It's just kind of a funny. If I'm going again, I'm getting the blooming onion for sure. Right. I think that's a lot more fun. I, I think that's a, that's a better way to go. Or, I can or see get if you're doing hey, If you're going to do it to the dome, just like Gabrus, I get it being the fries. Fries are a classic. If yeah. You're revisiting a restaurant a lot, but the blooming onion's fun. Yeah, don't you feel like you missed out by not having the bloomin' onion? I do. I there was a little bit of an absence in my in my in my belly that I didn't get to taste that bloomin' onion. Um, did you do anything from the uh, from the app standpoint, uh, Leanne? I did. I got the kookaburra wings and hot, and I remember that as being really good too. But it just was not good this oh, time around. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, and I wish I got the bloomin' onion because I do like the blooming onion. They use like the seventeen spices, and it's addicting. And- yeah. Did you ever have the uh, the the chilies ripoff the uh, awesome, awesome blossom? blossom? No, I haven't. Mm. How does that compare? It's pretty good. I think I actually had the awesome blossom before I had the bloomin' onion. Okay, but the bloomin' onion's better. I mean, it's the original that's endured. I think the awesome blossom is off the menu now. Actually, at Chili's, mm-hmm. they were just like you know, ultimately the. Uh, the novelty wore off, and there was no reason to, to have that competitor there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was a little disappointed by the Aussie cheese fries as an app. If you were going to have like a, a large meal for one man, perhaps a man who's drank a heroic amount of alcohol, yeah. then I, I could see it it, it it working in that setting. But just, There was an absence in your stomach. Yeah, just, yeah I, ex- exactly. I wish it was an abscess in your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> You're just wishing. You're wishing death on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a slow, painful <laughs> illness. That's right. <laughs> um, all right, and then we, uh, the, as far as mains, mm-hmm. uh, I got the. I went with the. We both went with ribeyes, Mitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the the bone out. I got the bone in. You seem that you wanted the bone in so bad that I laid off. You could have gotten the bone in. I know, but you. Uh, when I was like, you were like, I almost got the bone in. And I was like, well, now I feel bad. And the only way he was going to get the bone in is if I got the b- bone out. No, you could have got. No, no, hold on. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that you were being whiny about this. I'm saying that I made this decision because I wanted you to have the bone in. Well, that's nice of you to accommodate me. But I, but I, I wanted. I did want the bone in. And here, well, here's. You should have gotten the bone in. I know I should have, but then you wouldn't have gotten it. And I wanted you to get it too. That's so nice. Oh, That's you were trying to be too accommodating. I would have, I could have gotten the Melbourne Porterhouse. I could have gotten the roasted garlic well, look, fillet medallions. It wouldn't have been bad except for how it all turned out. Yeah. So here's what yeah. happened. So uh, we were there with our with our buddy Yu Song. Hey Yu Song, uh, come over here real quick, and you when you get a second. Um, so Yu Song, you you got yourself uh, the uh, the surf and turf, correct? That's correct. You got and you got a you got like a what was it a sirloin and some shrimp? Is that yeah, what you got? No shrimp. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, what was the temperature you asked it to, it to be cooked to? Medium rare. Okay, so you got it medium rare. I also got my. I got the bone in natural cut ribeye medium rare. And Mitch, you also ordered yours medium rare. Medium rare. That's Here is right. the issue. I think me and Yusong steaks were both cooked to temperature. Correct. Uh-huh. Yusong is nodding. Um, and uh, it, but yours was a thicker cut. Yeah. And it, so I think they just threw them on the grill at the same time. And yours came out, and I was, yours was like bloody rare. It was like pretty, it was like not medium rare I at all. I didn't send it back. I just ate kind of what it was. So I got the second most expensive cut at the restaurant, mm-hmm. the, 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 the uh, ribeye, mm-hmm. the bone out ribeye. Um, and 
it was it, it not only was it just undercooked, it was just fatty too. Yeah, which, which I don't think you had a particularly good piece. Which it, it wasn't a great piece. If it was cooked more, it would have been helpful with, especially with how fatty it yeah. was. But it was just it, it was it was just a bloody fatty mess. It right. Was, oh no. And for you know like forty bucks. Yeah. Or whatever it was, thirty five. What is it? Thirty bucks? It's like it's like it's a yeah. It's it's just a lo- just a little under thirty. Thirty bucks. Did That's you, not. That wasn't good. <laughs> did you guys get the? They have a new chard, like it's a wood chard ribeye versus the like flat pan. Oh. I don't think that affects the temperature. But did you guys get that option, or did they choose it for you? We didn't get an option. We didn't, we didn't get, an get to that. choose the preparation uh, method. Wait, did you? Uh, no, I didn't. I saw it was a new thing though, because oh, back in okay. the day they didn't have that wood. It was all they cook everything on like a a, a flat pan. Yeah, man, because that's that's the thing I've always heard about steaks is that you like like the ideal if you really want a steak, you you, you a good steak like steer, sear it in a skillet versus mm-hmm. like cooking it on mm-hmm. a grill because all that that you know the the fat doesn't drip off of it. Um, and you mentioned your piece being fatty, but you know you know it, it, you want like a good marble and a ribeye, but yours was not fatty in a good way. It was just like a bunch of superfluous. Uh, sort of flab sitting on there. Um, the, but, but let me also say that we. So should we start just talking about what we got, anyways? Yeah, because I so you get two sides of this mm-hmm. thing. I got myself a baked potato. That's my favorite. It's I great. love it loaded. Yeah, a loaded. That's I, the best part of my. I movie. got it loaded, which is crazy because they it's sour cream, chives, uh, cheese, mm-hmm. uh, sour bacon cream, bits, bacon yeah. bits. And butter. Yeah, they give you a bunch there, of shit. There's butter under all of that stuff, too. It's kind of nice. It, it's. I mean, it's great. It's crazy. It's, it's It's the baked potato equivalent of when, like, in the Matrix, they just, like, they get more guns and, like, all the guns <laughs> just fly in and the white psych. It's just, it's just like they're just throwing everything in there. It's kind of awesome. Uh, you didn't get them. Be- you didn't get a baked potato because of the fries. You were thinking ahead. You yes. Were- I was like, we're going to get a, the, we're going to get these mm. Aussie cheese fries. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't need a, I don't need a redundant potato. But, you know, mm. you song also got a baked potato. Hey, you song come over again. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No. Yusong uh Yusong asked got he got a baked potato and he asked an adorable question. What was the question you asked? Is it safe to eat the skin? <laughs> As I was eating this I think I was eating the skin. Don't at me. <laughs> That's the best part. It's, just, it's all salted on the outside. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's funny also Yusong saw me eating the skin yeah. and I was like, is it safe to eat the skin? I mean <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like you see me cheating something. <laughs> he he thought right. it was an animal. Yeah. He saw you. He's eating your napkin a couple a couple minutes earlier. It was. It's very safe to eat the skin. Yeah. Uh, it's new. In fact, sometimes yeah, has the so, most. Yeah. Uh, it's the most nutritious part of the potato, right? I think it's got. I think it's got a lot of the, the fiber in there, the fibrous content. Um, but yeah, the uh, the yeah, I actually went with the the. Uh, I, I got myself the. It's nice that you can get a salad as a side because, like, a, like among their oh, side yeah. section, you, yeah, you can yeah, do that. Yeah. So I got their, I got their Caesar salad. I think they do a nice little side salad. They their do. dinner salad's good. Their Caesar salad's yeah. good. Their Caesar, they have these like little premium salads. One has like pecans and blue cheese. Oh, I saw that. I yeah, didn't order that, it. That's so good. Yeah, I, really like that. Um, I got, a, I got, a, I got a house salad, yeah. which is a good salad. Here's what or I got to say. Salad, yeah. Here's here's what I got for a house salad. I think it was great. They put cheese in it. It's mm-hmm. like it's very it's cheese heavy, which is. Funny and good onion, you know cheese. The dressing's uh, good. I think they make the dressing. On the the dressing is good. Here's my issue, Nick. Um, they got a, a, a creamy Italian's got to come back into style. Wow, C- creamy Italian is a great. It's a great 
house salad dressing. Right. And it's disappeared from a lot of menus, I feel like. Yeah. Why? Why? They just have the the, the thin conventional Italian now. They don't what have happened? that creamy Italian. What, why do, is it a health conscious thing? I don't know. Can't bring back the creamy Italian. Damn. It's great. What bring is it, it like? I don't think I've ever had it. Oh, it's like Italian, but it's creamy. Can you just mix like ranch and Italian? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like kind of, it's probably not far from that. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's just like a little bit of, a, of, of cream in I, there. I don't think it's exactly ranch, Nick, Mr. Fucking. No, it's not. It's not exactly ranch. Dr. Dressing. Fuck you. I'm dating myself Dr. Dressing. Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> I was saying you that think Le- you can break down every dressing. No, I don't. I said I thought Leanne was. I was saying Leanne was was onto something by by suggesting that it just has like a. It's it's similar to like like mixing a ranch and an Italian, even though it's not exactly that. I hope it's not exactly that, or I'll be in huge trouble. <laughs> um, but uh, I, that's a, that's a that's a dressing that I miss. I went with ranch because I feel like that's kind of like a a house salad. Mm-hmm. It's a good house salad dressing. They didn't mix it into the salad, though. Yeah, they just sort of give it to you. I, I, I really like a mixed salad dress. I really like the. If you're at salad. a restaurant, you want to oh, mix up. Like they gave you like a, yeah, they, yeah. They gave you like a, they gave me just a little side a of a little ramekin of of uh, of ranch dressing. It's not it. ideal. And, and then here was here was my issue with it is that I then ordered the the gar there was like a garlic butter s- sauce for the steak. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to get that, and I ordered it, and she heard me talking about a side of it. And then I got it, and it was all over the steak, which was like a fatty, mushy mess. Oh, yeah. And then so I was like, you didn't mix the salad dressing in, but then this thing comes all slathered on top of the steak. Yeah, just completely glazed. I was, I was, I was bummed out. I was bummed out all around. It, 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 there was some good stuff with the meal, mm. but, but Nick, go on. What, what did you get for your other uh, side? My other side, I got the broccoli and cheese, and here's what I'd say. Should call it cheese and broccoli because there's more cheese than broccoli. Wow, it was just loaded, loaded with cheese. Um, What's it, going on over there at Outback? There's they're cheese crazy. They're cheese crazy. Um, you know, <laughs> it, it, and because it doesn't just have the, the the cheddar and the jack, it's also got like this this cheese sauce. Oh. And so this this it's, it's just yeah, it's just right. loaded up with cheese sauce. Uh, but the actual broccoli florets were fine. Like they were they were well cooked and they were good. And I felt like I was getting something like somewhat nutritious with this very very heavy meal. It was just like there was just so Oh, so much cheese on it. Hey, that abscess in your stomach is probably a block of cheese. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably what it is. I mean, that's that's a side for kids, right? That's like a kid like getting like a, like a, like eating their vegetables, but getting like a bunch of cheese. Like that's yeah, the reason it's sure. there, right? Or like adults that love minions. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so uh, uh, you know, and then my steak, uh, the the I, I so I got the bone and ribeye. Like I said, I thought it, it was much better. It was than cooked mine. at Temp a lot better than yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, good marbling to it. You know, I, I think their their steaks are they're decently seasoned. Like they're not yeah. like unseasoned. You know, they they have a lot of pepper on them, and um, I thought it was well cooked. I thought it I thought it tasted pretty solid. The only thing I would say is that for that price point, mm. like I feel like I could go to like yeah. you know I could almost go to like a legit steakhouse, and you know not to not to to denigrate this place too much, but I, I could almost you could almost go to like a nice steakhouse and then just get like a classic steakhouse and and get a good ribeye. Um, as opposed to going to this place, it's just like they they can't compete on, uh, as much in price as I think as the, as they used to be able to. They they can't make this like the budget steak yeah, option. It's yeah, just yeah. it's almost a, it's like eighty percent of the cost of this at a nice steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but but you know it was fine. It was a totally serviceable ribeye. Uh, Leanna, what did, what did you get for your main? I had the um, uh oh god, why is the name of it escaping me? It's the fucking um, it's the like the roast the sliced. Uh, 
Oh God. I got I got I'll get the menu up here for you. You want to take a look? Uh, oh, prime rib. The prime oh, rib. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. I wanted that like horseradish flavor with juicy meat flavor. I was craving it. Right. I've never done that there. That's 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 cool. Interesting. It wasn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I started off saying I love Outback and I was like said everything was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um but my boyfriend got the ribeye uh and it was very good i think yeah. it was nick's ribeye uh, medium rare very good um the prime rib was like it was all right i liked having the uh the horseradish sauce because right. i just like that like flavor yeah, yeah. I, I mean i i love a good prime rib and if you get it at a place that does it that does it well it's it's fantastic i like to think of you ordering it there too is like can i get the uh the fucking the fucking <laughs> slices and the fucking <laughs> you know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah, and what did you do sidewise? Uh, I did the baked potato with everything on it. Right. And that Hell was yeah. very good. That was the best thing. And then I got the salad, the house salad with mustard vinaigrette. Oh, they wow. put it on my salad, though. Whoa, they did I do it for you. This is fucked up. <laughs> what the hell was going on? Bug in my drink? Salad not tossed? You what the hell was going on, Nick? You asked for a creamy yeah, Italian. They were like, don't fucking dress this guy. <laughs> It's fucking creamy Italian the brick. <laughs> <laughs> they have one saved bug drink. Bug is drink this Italian creamer. <laughs> All I did was say, do you have a creamy Italian? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, 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 I was I was bummed out though. It sounds like your meal was better. Here's here's what I was thinking when I had that when I had that ribeye. Um, even even with even besides that, besides the fact that it was way undercooked, mm-hmm. right. And it was fatty. The piece that even the piece I had of yours, Nick. There's like a taste to these steaks that are like, like a metallic. Ta- there's like mm. a weird like, like there's like a weird mm. taste that these steaks have that doesn't feel top quality to me. That's uh, so interesting. It might have changed back when I was there. They were like, we have the second to highest grade of beef and oh, they wow. like they prouded they pride i mean i mean it could be my bad taste buds by i the mean way. <laughs> if they're just like capitalizing on profit i'm sure they it's like gone down they right. like made a name for themselves and then maybe in the last 15 years they went to worse meat maybe. they may have scaled it back i mean a yeah. lot of, I, a lot of places start cutting corners and yeah. in ingredient quality but this the crazy thing to me is that outback well, 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 I'll get into this in the final. Thought. Let's uh, let's uh, let's talk to des- touch on dessert real quick. Uh, did you do any dessert, Leanne? I did not do any dessert. We went for the. We we're pretty full, but we went for the salted caramel cookie skillet. A server recommendation, which oh. now I now feel bad for asking. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's when people get into the questions, like, "Well, is it spicy? Is it right. too spicy?" And it's just, it's just like, okay. Or she was saying the thing you said of point. like, "What should I have to eat?" Like when you do that, that's yeah. annoying. Okay. Yeah. It's just when you give up. We gave a couple options to her. There was two d- op- desserts we were between. That's and she's, yes. totally yeah. fine. We, and that we, looked really good, too. I saw the picture. Yeah. It's yeah. like a pazuki, right? Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. I'll yeah. read the description. It's a it's a warm salted caramel cookie with pieces of white chocolate, almond toffee, and pretzels toasted in a skillet oh. and topped with vanilla ice cream. I don't remember the well, pretzel. Yeah, didn't what get was much the pretzel, pretzel at all. Like? Yeah, oh. I, I honestly, like, like before reading it here, I didn't even realize there were pretzels yeah, in it. Yeah, me neither. Oh. They, were, they, were, they, were, they must have been really, like, crunched up and, and subtle. Bad. And by the That's way, the I interesting part of that description. Yeah. I said basically like a bazooki. I was like, I mean, it just was a bazooki. It was a bazooki. It was a smaller bazooki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like that it, you know, the soft, the soft gooey parts I thought were good. They just like the perimeter was like very like crunchy and crust like, which wasn't mm-hmm. particularly appetizing. We should have gotten mm-hmm. that brownie sundae thing. The brownie sundae would have been better. Mm-hmm. I, I w- you think that we've got, I, don't, I think we got the other. We the got other the chocolate ch- thunder from down under. That's what <laughs> we got last time. According to my notes, it's possible I got it wrong. 
Wait, we got it, and what? And that was, was that the giant cake, that chocolate cake. The, I thought we got the chocolate cake. The chocolate cake was the, the the was the the big. I I don't know what that that one's not on this menu. I have listed, oh. but the the big ass chocolate cake. It's probably got some other Australian name. Yeah, the Yahoo seriously chocolatey cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think I thought we got the chocolate thunder from down under. We did get a chocolate dessert. You know what? If some uh, some sleuth who's listening to the podcast wants to track down the fourth ever episode of Doughboys and let us know. Uh, hashtag uh, dessert detective. I Let us know what dessert we got. Then chocolate cake. I thought it was the chocolate thunder from down under, which right. is a pecan brownie with a bunch of with a bunch of ice cream. But I will say with this one, Yusong had a great note. He said they needed more ice cream. They that's absolutely true. They gave you one like dainty little scoop of ice cream mm. that was almost just like a little bit of whip topping. This thing needs a needs like two scoops of ice cream, and need, you need to be able to have ice cream on every on every fucking Whoa. bite. <laughs> this thing needs like. Two scoops. Hey, you know, that would make a huge difference if you if we weren't running low of vanilla ice cream like a third of the way through yeah. this. This it, w- were, it would have been a better experience. Did all three of you share one? We did. Yeah, okay. we did. Oh, was, that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what else? We fucking uh, wait, what's that dog movie? Tango. I was gonna say Tango and Cash. That's not right. Oh, Lady, Lady in the, the Tramp. Tramp. Yeah, we, I was gonna say we Lady in the Tramp every <laughs> bite. How do you Lady in the Tramp that a scoop shit. of ice cream? <laughs> yeah, just lick it. <laughs> God. Uh, well, let's get to our final thoughts on Outback Steakhouse. So, Leanne, here's how this will work. We'll each cool. go around. We'll sort of give our closing argument, if you will, on this chain, and then give it a rating on the order of zero to five forks. You are our guest. We will begin oh, with boy. you. Okay. <clears throat> So uh, an overall, overall. statement. Um, yes. Overall, I think the restaurant is good. My night there was m- mediocre. I would give it zero out of five. Zero to five. Forks. I would give it a three. Three forks. Yeah. Very solid. <sighs> Go ahead, Mitch. I'm trying to think of what I gave this the first time. Here's what, here's what I have to say. Crikey, indeed. <laughs> uh <laughs> Nick is going to get something. He walked out. He literally just walked out while I was doing my review. Oh. Nick, all right. He's always on top. <laughs> God, you're a crazy person. Do you know that? Um, this is so cute. Um, so I... I don't think it's crazy to be conscious of the needs of the podcast. <laughs> God, fuck you. If that makes me crazy, then... Put me in an asylum. God, I was getting I, the I was getting the thing for the next segment. I know what you were doing. I wish I could put you in an asylum. <laughs> Wherever Freddie was kept, that, the the maniac uh, compound there. Um, I I think that it's crazy to me that I think that like Outback is a chain restaurant that I also think will die. When I also at the same time think it's like one of the more successful ones. Like I yeah. think it's one that actually kind of works. My experience there was not great, but I know the plus size of it. I, I you know, if you're going to get the, uh, the, uh, bl- the awesome blossom, mm-hmm. and you're going and you're going to do that, that's great. If you're going to do, you can. There's some ways where you can get a steak without it can be fine. Mine was not cooked right. I don't recommend that sauce, or if you get it, asked for it to be put on the side. The house salad was good. The baked potato was good. I just wish they'd mix mix my dressing in with the the house salad, and they should get creamy Italian. <laughs> Everywhere should. Um, and the dessert, the dessert was fine, but there's a bug in my drink. Yeah, the steak wasn't really that great. I gotta go a little low. I gotta go. I'm gonna give two and a half forks, just knowing that it's still kind of one of the better chains. But two and a half, and I, that's lower than I thought I would go for Outback. Right. 
But I mean, like, come on. There was a bug in oh, my yeah, drink. It was a not a pretty bad experience. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bad experience. Yeah. It brings it down. I, and, and I really, truly think it is one of the places that, like, that makes sense as a chain restaurant. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I don't, I, 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 I'm, I'm guessing in my mind, like, I mean, we talked about this a bit before, too. Like, if you get a steak and you're spending $30 on mm-hmm. it, shouldn't we? Where, where's the place we went with Calpacus? The uh, Morton's the steakhouse. That wasn't that. That steak was, I mean, that experience was a hundred times better. It's a lot more high class. It, it, it was feel, more expensive. You feel like a celebrity dining there. Yeah. It was, but, but like how much more expensive was the steak? Maybe 15 bucks? It's, maybe. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, you're maybe spending 25% more over on your overall bill. Maybe. I mean, there. I don't even know. It was expensive last was it night. A, did this, was the steak like A plus? Like was it? Oh, the steak was great. Oh. I, I mean, I, I, I mean like not A plus. Yeah. It wasn't the best steak I ever had, but it was. Mm-hmm. I was I was very happy. As with far it. as chains go, it's kind of like a thing of like if you're going to spend as much as you go to as as you're going to spend an Outback Steakhouse, uh, you know why not go to a, to a place like a like a Morton's uh, or, or or if there's a Houston's in your town, you know that they they have a great steak there. But it, I, I'll, I'll just say this: you know what, keep it down under. I said keep it way down under. Wow, <laughs> um, I two think and a half. the the thing about yeah two and a half two and a half forks from the Spoon Man Mike Mitchell. I would say that. Uh, the the reason that Outback Steakhouse has some value is for the kids. Like mm. I think if you had some kids and and you know it was it was a you know a, a birthday or something like they'd have a blast. Like there there's the theming is fun. There's just mm. enough like levity like in the decor and in the menu items that I think it could be fun for a family. But the counter uh, the 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 counterpoint to that is. It's a. Uh, it's so expensive now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's like I don't know how you could feed a family of four for yeah. under a hundred dollars. Like that's a lot of money. That's a substantial amount of money yeah. for food that's fine, but not like mind blowing. And you know, the pluses are I. I the service was good. Um, despite it being a pretty empty place, yeah, and the and, the, and yeah. the servers being taxed, uh, overtaxed by by perhaps being understaffed. Uh, the potatoes like potato preparations are good there they do good potatoes uh, i i like their fries um i you know i like their salads i think their sides are generally good uh, i think their steaks are are fine um i think for the price you know i would maybe like something the i, I would maybe like them like a little bit cheaper or a little bit better but mm-hmm. a, as they are they just feel a little bit overpriced um but yeah overall i don't know i think i i think i have to be with 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 mitch here Wow, I think I think we're in the handholding club mm. at two and a half forks, and we're all ballpark buds. We're all ballpark buds here, um, but yeah, I mean, it. it I, I just I would have liked to have some more from from Outback. Uh, it's it's yeah. a little bit of a bummer, uh, but hey, crikey, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's interesting. They're all franchises, so maybe that's why it you, could be you had no dressing on your salad yeah. and the rules are maybe a little different yeah there could be some strange. consistency it was, it was issues but nick's your salad was dressed mine right? was dressed but i think yeah. a caesar salad is always dressed yeah. i've never had a place where they give you that dressing on the side still strange all right well that was our review of outback steakhouse uh you know a little a little muted in our enthusiasm unfortunately but yeah. here we are yeah. um i think australia is doing well otherwise right yeah i think they're fine all right good. <laughs> <laughs> they're still surrounded by great whites it's just terrifying oh boy <laughs> yeah well that was our review of outback steakhouse it's time for a regular segment when fast food news breaks the doughboys are on the case this is breaking chews Chews. <laughs> Chews. Okay. 
No, hold on a second. (laughs) So you're singing choose where news normally would go in the song that you made up for the yeah, I guess also so to the song does have lyrics. Din, 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 news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not how it usually goes. Uh, is there a news in there? No. no. <laughs> Maybe there should be. <laughs> by the way, did you know that track was uh, the, the NBC Nightly News theme composed by John Williams? It's a wow, great track. It's a classic. great track. That's yeah, a banger. He was good. All right, so we've got these. He is uh, good. He is good. Uh, People so we, say he copied some stuff, you know. Really? Yeah. Uh, He's a little... I think he drew inspiration from sources. Like you look at like mm-hmm. Gustav Holst, you look at Wagner. There's a lot of references that are kind of built in there. But it's like it's like anything. It's like how rock and roll built upon the blues. Um, all right, let's. Uh, but let's not have a discussion about John Williams, <laughs> or if we're in the NBC News uh, world about uh, Brian Williams, another controversial figure. Uh, we've got these uh, Fruit Loops mini donuts. That's right. These are Curtis. These are from Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's, depending on what region is uh, of the country you live in. And uh, our our buddy uh, Yu Song picked these up for us. So these look. like like i mean they they're about donut size like a hostess donut um and they're they've got a lot of i mean this is like a super artificial coloring they've each got you've it's got it's crazy like the frosting is a color and then the bread is a color yeah too. yeah it's like it's like totally fruit loop color yeah. throughout um, and they smell if you smell them they smell so a lot exactly like, like <laughs> fruit loops. they smell super fruit loopy we've got a we've got a blue a red or a red slash pink a purple a yellow and a green um, uh, let's bite into these. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leanne, uh, uh, Fruit Loops, was that ever a, a, a favorite cereal as a kid? Uh, I wasn't allowed to eat sugary cereal wow. when I was little. Yeah. You and I are on different planets. <laughs> I was like encouraged to eat sugary mm. cereal. Now, Yusong said that these also are not made to order, and they are just sitting oh, out. Shit. Is that correct, Yusong? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. So they're just sitting out. It's kind of That's kind of lame. I mean, I guess like what they don't—they're not going to fry up fresh donuts in store. So I guess I kind of get it, but it is like you're getting a packaged Hostess thing out of a vending machine. Like it's like—it's not fresh at all. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, (laughs) they are—they're not bad. I thought they were going to be a lot sweeter than they are—they actually are, which is good. Do they all taste the same? Am I crazy? (laughs) I mean, that's the Fruit Loop. That's the (laughs) age-old Fruit Loop question. They taste the same. You would think there's be some distinction between the lemon and the lime and the grape, Mm-mm. but no, they're all just they're all just generic Fruit Loop flavor. Mm-hmm. Didn't we have an awful Fruit Loop treat from a from Burger King? Mm-hmm. We had like a Fruit Loop shake, right? Is that what we had? Do you I remember? Think so yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. This is better. Um, I don't know if I'd rather have this over a bowl of Fruit Loop. I think I'd rather have a bowl of Fruit yeah. Loops. Uh, but uh, this is it's not bad. Definitely the, the, the... I think uh, this one does taste... Is it different? I can't tell. I can't tell at all. Mm-mm. They They taste all generically sort of like vaguely... I mean, not even fruity, really. There's not even a, like a fruit element to them. It's just I might like eat sweetness. all of these. I kind of think they're starting to get overwhelmed. I, I, think, I think they're kind of... They're super sweet. Yeah. <laughs> they are super sweet, but I kind of think they're good. Yeah. Um... You could have mine. <laughs> hey, Mitch, Mitch, you want some loose donut scraps? <laughs> I mean, I've taken a bite out of each one. <laughs> to see if there's a difference. They call me the closer for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're not bad. I think, uh, you know, I don't, I, I if we, you know, we're, we're talking about this as, as, as breaking chews as the segment. Perhaps we should decide if this is good chews or bad chews. Mm. 
I think this is borderline good choose. Yeah, it's it, it totally gets the job done. It, it's uh, in terms of of being like a, a, a nice novelty execution mm-hmm. uh, of a of a flavor that you know. Um, the donuts are fine. I, I don't know. I, I I think it's not bad. I know you you agree, Leanne. It it exceeded my expectations. I thought they were going to be too sweet. And yeah. Then- couldn't stand it but i if i had to i would eat the whole thing yeah they really seem like they they they, you think on the surface they'd be gross but they're not bad no what do you think mitch they should be i'm probably gonna kill these they should (laughs) they should i mean and also i'm afraid that these are probably a thousand calories at least right um oh yeah that's the thing we didn't get in outback the calorie count on that menu is fucking astonishing what a nightmare one uh one uh blooming onion was like 1900 yeah I went there with a stomachache last night, and oh. it was not a. Good, it was not good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think these are good shoes. I, I, yeah. Here's what I think. These would be fun to bring. the The issue with them is that they're they're sold at Carl's Jr. Right. And as like a breakfast item. Oh, this is a, this isn't a dessert. I mean. I think that this is some sort of breakfasty. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people got this as a dessert, right? Yeah. And then a lot of people got this as in the morning. I think mm-hmm. I think this is probably available in the morning. Yeah, I think you can just get it whenever. These would be fun to bring to like a br- like a big brunch table or something to right. put down, but not in a bunch of Fruit Loop Jack uh, Carl's Jr. containers. And also, I'm thinking of like like you know like like a lower. Oh, if end. you put this on like a glass like cake display, people will think you went to like Bottega Louie or something. <laughs> wow, I, you're right. I think so. Right, you're totally right. You could you could 100 percent trick yeah. people. Here's my thing. It's strange to me that these are, I mean, and maybe it's because they have to make them every night or whatever, and that's what they, they make them, and then they put them in the package and they sit. Mm-hmm. But why aren't these in 7-Elevens in plastic sleeves? That would make more I, sense. And in, in, in little sleeves, like in the donut sleeves, how yeah. there's the white powder donuts and the chocolate covered donuts. Mm-hmm. Why aren't these sitting right there next to them as a Fruit Loops product? I feel like those would, uh, it would sell, right? The yeah. context of, I, I absolutely agree. I think if this was like a grab and go snack at a convenience store, it would be a better context for it than it being something that you buy at Carl's Jr. Yeah, um, that's an this is an interesting business choice. Yeah, but that said, not bad, uh, and, and 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 you know, you did a totally a totally a, you know worth trying out if you're curious. Uh, Emma, what did you think of those? Feel free to, to hop on Mitch's mic there. They taste exactly like Fruit Loops, so if that's what you're going for, that's what they are. I think they're, that's. I yeah. mean, like they're super sweet, but like if you want a donut that tastes like a Fruit Loop, that's what it is. Yeah, I think that says it all. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's pretty much it. I agree with that. Yeah, can get the milk out of there. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't gonna dip those in milk. It was great. Right. Yeah, it might be fun to dip in milk. All right, whatever. I brought up a point about maybe they should do some, some milk with them, but I think also maybe if they were like a little smaller and harder, and you just had a big bowl of milk. Yeah, you just broke them in a little. <laughs> <Yeah>. piece. <laughs> uh, that was breaking chews. Just like a restaurant with all your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. This week's email comes to us from Marge. Marge writes. As a proud and new member of the Golden Plate Club, I want to do share her voice. As a proud and new member of the Golden Plate Club, I'm not going to do that for the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to share a fun discovery I made while on vacation earlier this year. I was at the Bergen Airport in Norway when we stumbled upon a Swedish Boston-themed sports chain. Wow. Apparently, some Swedish dude visited Boston in the 1980s and just loved Boston sports bar culture so much, he made a themed restaurant. The best part was the Celtics wall because it was mainly just pictures of Jonas Jerebko. I'm assuming because he is Swedish. As a (laughs) fellow Massachusetts native and Celtics fan, I thought Mitch would be just as amused as I was. Some photos are attached. Sorry, I didn't take a picture of the Patriots wall. I'll I'll, I'll I'll share this pic of 
uh, of margin from the Celtics wall. If you guys want to take a look at this, we'll put, we'll post these on social media as well. Oh, that's cool. Um, but as yeah, wow. yeah, it's, it, it's a ton of a ton of Celtics memorabilia they've got here. Um, uh, question for the feedback. Sorry if it's been asked already. What would a Mike Mitchell Nick Weiger themed restaurant look like? What's the decor? What items on their menu? Are the staff in costume? Uh, she also added, "Thank you, Mitch, Nick, Yusong, Emma, Wally, Irma, and everyone else who works in the podcast. I'm obsessed." Uh, oh, very wow. nice note, Marge. That's Thank awesome. you very much. Aww. Thanks, Marge. Um, you know we have we have tackled this question uh, uh, in the past, Mitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I'll put this to our our guest, Leanne, as someone who's worked in food service oh, for some time. Poor Leanne, have I'm, not yeah. put, I'm not trying to put you fully on the spot, but I, I'm curious if you've ever given any thought as someone who's, who's who's worked a lot in the industry as to what your dream restaurant might be. Oh, I, I thought the question is what I think you're guys restaurant. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Let's like, tackle that, please. There'd be like a, a huge tape running down the middle. <laughs> like, like I love Lucy. One side is Mitch. One side is Mitch. And like, you guys aren't allowed to cross. And then there'd occasionally be food flying across. Um, and, and Nick's would be just like eggs and pancakes and like old people like <laughs> like a two ninety nine. I like this. And then Mitch would just be like... <laughs> I'm afraid of what this is going to be. <laughs> like, just like burger meat and yeah. cheese. <laughs> Plates of burger meat and cheese. <laughs> Basically, it's like dog food. Yeah. <laughs> just chopped up burger meat. Right. Um, I think my dream, oh man, what would my dream be? I'd, it'd be like fresh farm to table stuff. Right. Mm, um, yeah. But accessible at a cheap price, the cheapest price point I could make. Um, Which is a lot of what happens here, and there's a lot of the, those type places in LA, but for good reason because that's it's good. There's a lot. <laughs> California's a big agricultural state. There's a lot of great produce out here, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't sanitize anything. And people <laughs> would be like, "What is it about this restaurant?" And I wouldn't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell, when you and I have, have, have answered this, we've we've said in the past, we, we, a, it was a beer, a, a pizza parlor, an adults' pizza parlor, which yeah. I think would be fun. The pizza parlor is oh, yeah. always a fun thing, and I feel like a thing you could bring that back and have like a like a little bit of a of a of a higher end concept. I can't wait yeah. for the end of Doughboys in ten years. I mean, I don't mean the end of the podcast. Right. I'm saying like the last thing the Doughboys will ever do is dissolve our pizza parlor business. <laughs> <laughs> the Doughboys, it's going out of business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the name is sort of set up for that. Right? That is That's true. true. Yeah. I Might am. be someone else's copyright, actually. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Have we ever gotten a like a subpoena from like Pillsbury? Doughboys Pizza and Pod. <laughs> What a name. <laughs> we could do live shows right in the center of it, Nick. Oh, man. It wouldn't be music. It'd right. Be you, guys, you guys talking through the whole experience. Hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Commenting nice. as people walk in. Why are those two fat asses <laughs> fighting? <laughs> <laughs> If you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And hey, to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Leanne Bowen, thank you so much for joining us. Thank I, you for having me. I'm I, so excited to be here. Oh, man, this was a delight. Uh, you have to come back. I Love You, America with Sarah Silverman. Uh, we both wrote on this show. Uh, you've got some some super funny stuff in this show, uh, and uh, you guys can watch it right now on Hulu. Uh, new episodes every Thursday. Um, anything else you would like to plug at this time? No, just that. Check it out. It's uh, every Thursday uh, until November. So I don't know when this is going to air, but this will be out in uh, this will be out in September. So yeah, yeah you got you get get, 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 uh, get eleven episodes in the. Wait play. a minute, we're, we're getting close. and vote vote November fourth. Oh, that's a, oh yeah, <laughs> that's a responsible thing to plug. <laughs> 
Yeah, vote Doughboys. <laughs> <laughs> vote. So you had two choices today. It was the, the what was the grocery store? Oh, yes, yeah. We, we had the, gro- oh, fuck. Now I'm, I'm trying to remember a hashtag from Act One. Uh, hashtag, uh, uh, wait, it was the hot salad. It would not. Ha- oh God, I was hot salad. It was barred grocery. Oh shit! I'm hot sorry. Food bar. Hot, hot food bar. Yeah. Hashtag hot food barred, or hashtag hot good bar. Depending on whether we should uh, we should keep a, go to a place that doesn't have hot food bars, or whether we the place has to have hot food bars. I think you're thinking of means hot, which. you were thinking of a hot food bar, and you were thinking of a thing that should be served there. Is why you said hot salad. <laughs> It's because you're in my brain, Mitchell. That's why I said it. Get out of there. Leave me in peace. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Hey, guys, you want more Doughboys? To get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden Plate Club. Sign up at patreon.com slash doughboys. Do it. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>